The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. I'll be talking about that in just a moment, folks. But the gang's all here tonight. Say hello to Big Red Nick Tam. Yep, glad to be here after after being off last week for all this traveling to Horror Hound. We got, uh, we got, we got things to say about that, too, so, you know. It's coming up. Yeah, folks, you missed out on a wonderful time, but you didn't really miss out because a lot of people showed up. I was surprised just how busy the table was. Uh, and folks, finally, say hello to American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Hello, everybody. It's very good to be back. I'm so happy to be back. And I was there that night when the little kid was serenading fucking Juan Cena to that. Um, my buddy Rocco is the one that set up all the fucking gimmicks to get the microphones for all the kids and everything. It's a shame that, you know, Juan Cena had to pull out his golden shovel, though. Yeah. John Cena, we're not here to talk about you tonight, buddy. Uh, but we are here to talk about a lot of things, folks, because tonight is a packed show as always here on World Class Bullshitters. Of course, we're going to tell you a little bit about Horror Hound. We're going to be playing some games. We got our box office game to play. Word of the day, we're going to be talking about the Bray Wyatt news. We're going to be talking about Rebel Moon, the influences behind it. Maybe we have a new sci-fi classic in the making. Maybe we don't. Who knows? It is a Netflix film after all, so we have to stay honest. We're going to be talking about a movie I saw yesterday just briefly, a little Blue Beetle action, Ahsoka, and a whole lot more. But folks, before we hit that thumbs, or before we start the show, hit that thumbs up button. See, I can't even get through the sentence. I'm excited to tell people to hit the thumbs up button. It lets the YouTube algorithm know that you enjoy this content, and we can spread the word and continue to grow towards 200,000. Hashtag building a better bullshitters. So folks, we were away last week because every time we do a con, we take the week off because there's a lot of traveling involved. Nick got up at 7 a.m. to get up here to Cincinnati so we could make it out to Indianapolis just in time for the start of the show and the start of day drinking. And uh, Nick, let's uh, let's give a quick Horror Hound recap. Would you say this was an overall success? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you know, we've done shows before and we're always like forgetting stuff and uh, this traffic and... You know, something always seems to happen where, you know, we're not there on time and stuff like that. But this time, this time surprising, everything worked out and it was just kind of worrying. I was like, when's the shoe going to drop? When are, like, when, what, what, what's going to happen? And it never did. Yeah. And so it was, it was very, it was very refreshing to like have a, you know, have a very smooth show. That's why we're world class, man. Now, folks, if you're a patron of the channel and you all should be, you'll be getting access to all that footage. We shot interviews. We had, uh, a lot of stuff that we filmed over the weekend. And so you're going to get access to that on Patreon as well as the YouTube membership program. Uh, Dion got to interview a giant anthropomorphic rat. Yep. That happened. <laughs> what was the thing's name again? Um, I, I, I forgot. Shit. Did he? Did he? Did he or something like that? Something weird like that. Diddles? It was, diddles, diddles, diddles the, the rat. rat. I don't want to say yes, but it might be Diddles the fucking rat. Is he gonna? Is he gonna be our new mascot, Diddles the rat? God no! Giuseppe the God, no, no. We sh we need to keep Giuseppe the the, the beaver. Uh, I don't think I don't think we want to go around and be like this is our mascot, Diddles the rat. I feel like that would be you know working against the image that we're trying to put out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can we can just uh, 
axe diddles the rat right here folks but if you want to see us interview the rat uh join our patreon page that'll be up in the coming week we'll just tell uh, everybody that brian lape is diddles the rat <laughs> that's a deep cut for anyone out there who knows channel day <laughs> dude he he messaged me that morning i apparently trying to message somebody he's working with and he messages me and i was like dude i'm heading i'm heading to go to jeff to go to horror and he's like have fun man wish i was there i was like yeah maybe yeah, don't fucking bang your head on the damn desks in the hotel room. That's what I miss the most, his uh, oh, self-induced God. concussions. Jeez. Now, we have a new patron uh, who joined over the weekend. Uh, give a shout-out to our buddy Mark, who joined. Thank you, Mark, for being a patron at fucking the $5 Mark. tier. <laughs> He's a Mark for WCBS. No, but uh, he was cool. He came by the table. He's a big fan of the channel. He bought a copy of Stealing Solo and uh you know hung out with us for a while so folks, we did we did see a robo coke shirt in the wild we did hey, that was awesome go. it looked good too yeah it did it looked really good uh you can get that at shopwcbs.com folks those are available right now uh, we've been selling those dud light shirts so i'm hoping to see one of those at our next convention and our next dud light dud light shirts or, or glasses well shirts okay but if people want to get dud light glasses all of that's available nice all right, so highlight of the weekend, Nick and Dion, since you were there too, buddy. Besides Diddles the Rat, probably St. Elmo's. That, that place was all. Oh no, Cigar Bar. Definitely Cigar Bar. Cigar Bar, yeah. That was fun. Uh, I got to meet um, Tom Holland. You met Spider Man? <laughs> I nice. was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Did you get a crack at that Zendaya? <laughs> No, no, man. It's uh, so sorry. It's it's, it's old Tom Holland. Tom Holland, who who directed uh, Child's Play. That that Tom Holland. Hmm. The Tom Holland I prefer. Yeah, yeah. It was sad, man, because like his his line, he barely had a line the whole weekend. It was like maybe like four or five people. Because all time. the people that don't know who he is felt like they got huckle bucked when they're like, "Oh, Tom Holland's gonna be there. I can't wait." That's not fucking Spider Man. And then you know. Shit happens when you party. And then, like, I remember somebody came by the table and said, "Oh, he's you know he's he's not there." And suddenly, I was like, "No, he's just old, a little slow. That's all it is. He's, he he knows what he's talking about. So you just got to give him a minute." Uh. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is, man. Like some some people are like, "Oh, he's not all there. Like he's you know he's kind of senile." I was like, no, he's not. I talked yeah. to him. Yeah, you, you could be senile and you know hold very prestigious uh, you know positions in the world. That's true, isn't it? But uh, no, I bought uh, I bought me and the guy and, and the guys um, uh, signed copies of his book. Um, I got also got um, I think it was like a hard a hard cover of the script for Fright Night. So the majority of my money for that dollars a night, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the majority of my money was spent at this table. I got a couple of movies here and there, but uh, didn't go too crazy. I, I'm going to read my Fright Night book. I've been watching a lot of horror videos, so I'm in a deep, dark place getting ready for Schlocktoberfest. Nice. Nice, nice. But, uh, guys, before we jump into tonight's show, let's read the word of the day and then play our box office game. Because this weekend, Gran Turismo gets a wide release, and so we're going to take a guess at that box office. But before how we do, the word of the <laughs> What? I said it gets a wide release, and I said, how wide is it? Ask Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> I think she's dead, isn't she? 
You can ask. You can. You can ask her all you want. I don't I think, think she's gonna I tell think, you. I, I think she died it of a cream Debbie pie overdose. Debbie does Dallas. Fuck. Damn, Nick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is supposed to be a family show, Nick. God damn. <laughs> no, she's alive. Oh, okay. Oh, good. She made it. She survived. Her name is Bambi Woods, and she's still alive. <laughs> that is a total porno name. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's her real name. Well, maybe that's why she went into porn. Her parents fucking typecast her from the day she was shat from the womb. <laughs> it's like the one actress from, what is it, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Her name is Tuesday Night. Oh, yeah, that... it is her real name. Yep. Yep. Oh, also got to talk to Booker T. He was awesome. He was super nice. Yep. Did you talk he to him was... five times, five times, five times? <laughs> no, I did not. He's... <laughs> I always thought he was taller, but he's as tall as I am. I'm just kind of like, okay. Oh, yeah. He's not a big dude. He's just yeah. beefy. He is. But, no, he was super nice. Uh, talked to me and super fan Adam Shahan for a, about 10 minutes and stuff like that. No, it was really good, man. Uh, I did see that picture. Yeah. Um, Adam Shahan, uh, I walked over with him. Because I, I want to talk about Booker T. Because, you know, I like the guy, once again, you know, from, from the old old era of WWE. <laughs> And we give him we give him a um a uh, stealing solo comic. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, super I was fan sent me that, that picture. Five time champion uh, had that. So yeah, who are the who who's the other other couple that was there that are also wrestlers? I forget. Oh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara, Guevara and Tay Mello. Dude, oh. they were yeah, they yeah, they were they were okay. <laughs> well were they acting like kinda like pricks? Uh, really? They just no. Were they like... were they, they were trying to be nice, but it's like they oh. didn't talk to us very. They didn't talk to us very long. Uh, well, we were really we weren't really buying anything. I thought but, they might uh, have been in gimmick because I think they're <laughs> dickheads. It's yeah. on AEW television. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Watch, I don't watch all Arrested Wrestling. You're not going to watch their big show this weekend where they sold out the Wembley Stadium with a hundred bajillion tickets. <laughs> no, I've I've learned my lesson. I've bought an AEW pay per views on two occasions, and both times it left me with a bad taste. And I'm just like, that's why I, you live on the pirate seas, you fucking goober. Well, I'm also <laughs> going to be busy as shit this weekend too, so I'm not going to have time to sit yeah, down. Yeah, and watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the yeah, dumb fucks go over to FTR because you know dickhead pulled a gun on somebody on the highway allegedly. <laughs> hey, yeah, listen, I, I if I listen, Tony's Tony. I doubt that they're going to put even his dumbass is going to put. The young bucks over FTR, just that, that's just dumb. Well, anything's possible. Kevin Garnett said so. That's true. That's what I heard. Now, guys, we have a word of the day. The word of the day is Fanny, uh, Rebel Moon Fanny from Fanny with us from Fanny with Love or from Russia with Fanny, Ahsoka with extra Fanny, the Marvels without Fannies. That's just not even a real movie anymore. And a fistful of Fannies. So, of course, we've had this one before, but we love that word. The British sense of the word. Um, yeah. I mean, something about, different. Weird Fanny. There you go. Since I just bought Weird Science on disc. <laughs> Did you buy the uh, the 4K release? Yes, the Arrow video release <laughs> with the poster and all that shit. <laughs> I love Weird Science, Nick, okay? I do. No, no. I do, too. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. It's, um, I don't know. I Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, is, is, a, is a 4K release justified? I think, I think it is. But it kind of is, kind of, kind of isn't to me, anyways. So I don't, know. I don't think I own it on Blu-ray. That's fine. So it's what's been eating fully Gilbert restored. Fanny? <laughs> That'd be a good one, especially if it was Gilbert's Fanny, because that would go way too many different directions. That's true. I think his mom made enough Fanny in that movie to. 
That poor woman and her massive obesity. That movie made me uncomfortable as a kid. But uh, I'm trying to think of another Fanny title. Uh, abridged, a Fanny too far. <laughs> the Fanny is not enough. There you go. That's what men. That's what you gotta tell women out there when they want all the shit. Just say the Fanny is not enough. They'll look at you. They'll go, "What the fuck?" And you'll maintain your dignity. Snakes on a fanny. Mm. Yep, you're welcome. Fanny's on a plane. That just sounds like a good time. Well, either, either way, it's either way, it's a porn title. It's fine. <laughs> My big fat Greek fanny. <laughs> 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 that or stop or my fanny will shoot. We're gonna win for the day. Oh God! Si- silence of the fannies. Ooh, hello, fanny. <laughs> now, folks, keep sending your fanny titles. See if you can top the ones that we just said one for today. I'd like for that to be the case, but uh, you know, do your worst as you will. Now, guys, we have a movie game to play real quick at the start of the show. Gran Turismo's out this week, and we're going to guess who's going to be the closest to the opening domestic box office without going over. So, of course, this is based on the true story of the video game. Gran Turismo for PlayStation. I can't believe that's a real tagline. But I never thought we'd live to see the day where we'd have a Gran Turismo game. Mario, other things. That that makes sense. They're narrative-based games. But Gran Turismo. Jeff. Jeff, we got Battleship as a, as a, as a movie. So. Mahalo, motherfucker. <laughs> I've blocked that out of my memories, bro. Okay. Lucky you. Lucky you. But yeah, that Lucky happened. <laughs> so, uh, Nick... Actually, since Dion's the champion currently, Dion, what do you think Battleship or Battleship? What do you think Gran Turismo's got to open to? <laughs> Battleship on the brain, baby. Shit. Yeah, goddamn Rihanna. She, you know. Well, yeah, also, know, right? also Liam Neeson was in that movie. movie. Did he drive a Nissan to the base? I hope so. He did not. Mahalo, motherfucker. How do you remember? I'm gonna it so go well? with. I'm gonna say it makes forty a cool forty million. Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, I'm gonna go 35. I'm gonna go 35. Kendo, I'm gonna go with 50. And I'm gonna go with 27. <laughs> There's just something that's telling me this is a big old flop, big old stinker. Yeah. Uh, do we? Okay. Can you give us some details in the movie, like who, like who's a production company and what's the budget by, well, by chance? It's a pl- it's a PlayStation game. From PlayStation, it's a PlayStation movie from PlayStation Studios, which is a Sony company. Okay, it's going to be. Uh, it stars David. David, what's his face from Stranger Things? Um, not David Hayter. Uh, what's what's David Harbor's name? David Harbor. It's got uh, Orlando Bloom and then a bunch of nobody else kids. So, I mean, it's based on a true story of a group of guys who played Gran Turismo, the video game, to train to become real-life car drivers. (laughs) Alright. So that's why I gave it such a low guess, because it looks dumb. I mean, I'm driving Hansu, so... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it it, it sounds sounds, sounds like it's probably going to be at least an interesting racing movie to watch or whatever, because it's F1. Um... But that's about where you know it ends. I mean, I might I might go catch it um, like during next week or something, and not pay the full price on the weekend. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. This is the one I might... I had a Regal Pass. This is something I might do on, like, a Monday afternoon if I'm bored. Yeah, because, like, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I want to watch it, but I also don't want to, like... Give it watch more money, it. yeah, the, yeah. I don't want to give it more more money than than I think it, than I think it deserves. You know, I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we might have a review <laughs> of, of Grand Turismo. That's the most, uh, you know, it's the greatest thing here. We might I'm have watch it. it. We we've, we've been going to a lot of movies here lately. I might take uh, my two jabronis oh, to go see it. Uh, Hillary was kind of interested too. If anything, just to see at the worst. How silly it is, especially because our boy David ain't exactly picking up my fucking barn burners. You know what I mean? So, no, uh, so we will see. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 have we'll have a review for you. Your boy, your boy's got you. Yeah, is, I mean, is David Harbour's best film Quantum of Solace? Sadly, <laughs> who's he in Quantum? Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh wait, it's Violent no, Night. Sorry. I mean. I guess holy shit, it might be. Yeah, because everything else we'll see, because he did he did the, the second remake of, of Hellboy, but there's also a third a third one coming out or being made or whatever. I don't know where it is. Um he's done a couple of Netflix things. Um, but that's about it that he's really known for. I forgot he was in Green Hornet with um Seth Rogan. Everybody forgot that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I didn't realize he was in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> How deep was he inside of that Brokeback Mountain? All the way at the core. <laughs> all, the, all the way up, up to the elbow, Kendo. <laughs> That's some method acting right there. Indeed it is. I mean, it, it, is, it is a method of acting. Now, guys, uh, we'll catch up with that next week. We'll see if Dion can win again, if he can add another notch to his belt on one step becoming closer to the championship. Dion, if you win, like, all the rest of the year, we might have to get you one of those U.S. titles that you've been talking about. Listen, I like those sticks. I mean, I'm feeling pretty confident, my guy. All right, well, you, you bet $40 million is the opening weekend here in the domestic United States, so let's see if that happens. Now, guys, let's talk about this since it's fresh on everyone's mind. The incredibly tragic news that Bray Wyatt has passed away. Now, yesterday, Terry Funk passed away. He was, how old was he? Like, close to 80, correct? 79. 79. So pretty close to 80. As close as you can be without actually being 80. So that was all the wrestling news yesterday. We had lost a legend. I mean, Terry Funk is one of the all-time, all-time greats. And then I was driving home from dinner tonight and I saw tw- Twitter where Triple H had posted that Bray Wyatt had passed away. He was only 36 years old. And Dion, you and I were texting back and forth right away. This was a shocker, yep. man. Yeah, it um, it sucks. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I'm saying this first because, you know, we're all thinking it. You know, Bray should have been a a mainstream star wwe did what wwe does and wwe fucked it up that all being said uh you know that dude and especially for you know and feel free to stop me if i'm wrong guys for 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 jeff kendo and i he was one of the few reasons we were still interested in fucking wwe pro wrestling for a long time i mean he he debuted in what 2012 2013 um you know Every character he had, at least from the beginning, was white hot. You know, obviously it took 
it took a global juggernaut in the sport. And I, I said sport. It took a global global juggernaut in the sport to fuck each iteration of what he did up. That's crazy. Like, imagine the Bulls trying to fuck up Jordan and, and, and that starting five. Imagine Bill Belichick actively working against the undefeated Patriots, that team. Imagine, you know, you can do whatever whatever analogy you can come up with. You know, Bray overcame that shit, you know, and, you know, there's so many interesting memories. You know, there were times where, you know, he did something cool, you know, and Jeff and I would be like, you know what, maybe, may, maybe WWE has something going. You know, maybe we do stick around. And obviously, classic WWE is to let you down, you know, but Bray Wyatt did his damnedest to not let his fans down, to not let wrestling fans down. You know, obviously the dude wasn't batting 100 all the time, but that, you know, that dude was a pro wrestler's wrestler. Uh, and I respect the shit out of that guy. And, you know, especially, you know, as we get older, the dude only was a couple of years older than me, you know, so that's, that was kind of fucked up. But also, hey, man, you know, I, 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 it sucks. It, it really sucks. It definitely is one of those things where it's a reminder, hey, man, you know, pro wrestling is an unforgiving fucking sport. And obviously we're going to learn more as, as time goes on. But if it sucks, man, it, it absolutely, it absolutely fucking sucks. It does. Kendo, what were your thoughts when you first heard about it? Uh, well, I mean, I was only in passing because I was at practice when it happened. But like the first thing I thought of was my buddy Kyle back in Missouri because he had actually gotten really close to the guy personally. Like he did some work for him. He did some of his, I think, some of his tattoos. He's the one that designed the Fiend mask. And Tom Savini ended up building it and just like, that, that was like a big deal to him was, you know, he got in, he got his childhood dream of working for WWE technically through his relationship with this guy. And so, I mean, I thought, you know, oh shit, you know, I feel bad for my buddy, you know, cause that was like a good friend of his. Um, but other than that, it just, he's going to be one of the biggest what ifs in history because of everything Dion had mentioned about, his characters, people were behind him. He had the support of the fans. You know, the fans loved his gimmicks. But WWE just could not get out of their own way and sports entertainmenting everything up. Like his big comeback match with LA Knight, they turned it into the fucking Mountain Dew acid rave match that everyone shit on and talked about how stupid it looked and how hard it was. But, you know, this is a guy that he debuted. Like, they they were fucking white hot on the main roster. He ends up running into that buzzsaw named John Cena. Fucking drives him back down into the doldrums. And as soon as they start to build up an even more momentum again, here comes fucking Dwayne to bury Eric Rowan in three seconds. And it just, it was start, stop, start, stop. And, you know, the... <laughs> He had the talent. He had the ability. He could talk his ass off. He was good. And then, you know, WWE just could not get out of their own fucking way. And in 15, 20 years, he'll be on that list of biggest missed opportunities for a wrestler easily. Oh, I agree 100%. I'm still not over the whole – the WrestleMania 30 defeat to Cena was the thing that, in my eyes, derailed his momentum, and it just never picked up from that. I know that was nine years ago. But, I mean, he he's pretty much this – mythic creature in the wwe and then he meets john cena and john cena wins 
Aha. And then he just goes from that to The Undertaker to losing to Randy Orton. And on the biggest stages, I don't think they ever really pulled the trigger accurately with the guy. But, yeah, it, his death was just such a surprise. We have word from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful that Bray Wyatt had uh, contracted COVID, which exacerbated his heart issues that he already had, and so he had a heart attack and passed away, for those wondering what happened to Bray Wyatt. Uh, but I do want to ask you guys, what is your favorite Bray Wyatt moment? Because he's got a lot of them. Dion, you brought up some really cool stuff in your opening talking about him in passing, but I mean, I'd like to know what one Bray Wyatt moment, or just a couple, stand out for you the most. Well, I mean, the, the the my go-to and the one that stands out for me the most is when he won the WWE Championship. I mean, you had years of what you beautifully said. You know, the WWE couldn't pull the trigger. I think it was this Elimination Chamber 2017. Yeah, because it was going into, obviously, he ended up losing to Randy Orton. But, um, you know, he, 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 he pinned Cena, you know, and that whole buildup, you know, he was the reason why I watched that fucking match. Um, you know, and then obviously for, you know, for those who, who obviously are, are hardcore fans, you know, he, he pinned Cena, obviously he's at the Elimination Chamber, so they're both playing up the, you know, we've been in the Elimination Chamber thing, and Cena rolls over to him and says something to the effect of, well, you're the WWE champion now, kid. And I, and I, and I was excited. You know, I was incredibly excited. This was after the bullshit at 30. This is after... Um, you know, him losing to The Undertaker. This is, you know, the, the dude was still such a a force that he still got the damn biggest prize in professional wrestling. And obviously, you know, WWE, WWE eat it, as they usually do. But I love that. That was the first time in a long time, especially as a pro wrestling fan, where I was actually hopeful for the biggest pro wrestling company on the planet. You know, you know, it, it felt like one of those moments where they're like, hey, we know what we are. You know what we are. This is us doing that. And it was and it was cool, man, to see. And, 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 and even again, you know, before people get, you know, too too caught up in in missed opportunities, you know, everyone that 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 has their salt in in the pro wrestling game knows that WWE was looking for that next Undertaker, and that was that moment where you know he might not be Stone Cold, he might not be The Rock, he might not be Cena, but he's gonna be a big star now. And I remember being so incredibly fucking hopeful and excited and happy that this this weird motherfucker who essentially has been doing a Buffalo Bill thing for years is the damn WWE champion. And that was, that was cool, man. That, that moment was, was really damn cool. Kendo, what about you? Um, when he first was going up against the undertaker, because I thought they were finally going to pull the trigger. I thought, here we go. Undertaker's retiring. They need that spooky, supernatural demon guy that comes along and is the, you know, essentially the reaper of the roster. So I was excited for that. I was looking forward to that. I thought that was going to happen. They actually had a pretty good match, but then deflated at the results. I'm like, damn it. They didn't, they did. They just didn't do it. But then the fire firehouse fun, our firefly Funhouse shit was just entertaining as hell. I yeah. always found it to be entertaining like as zany and goofy as it was and then when he debuted as the fiend 
I, that was awesome because then he went and he won the belt in Saudi at one of the sweet Saudi Money Mania shows. And I thought, finally, we're finally, it, maybe this is finally going to happen. But then they just, they kept fucking it up. They kept, they kept built, they kept booking it wrong. Vince just could not get out of his own way and dealing with what was on his, he got over on his own. And as everybody knows that that is not the way to do it in WWE. You cannot get over on your own. You have to be made by the Kingmaker. So it just it sucks. I mean, like, yeah, there was like a lot of great moments when he first got called up to the roster and the Wyatt family shit was going on. And that was a lot of fun because it was different. It was something new and unique. And yeah, it's... for me, I got to say just the Firefly Funhouse, that show he would do where he wore the sweater and smiled. It was like with all yep. the puppets and shit. That was cool. Like, I wasn't into, like, a lot of the supernatural elements of wrestling because I think it's hokey, but that one was always cool to me. And he that dude was able to pull it off quite well. So that yeah, or just any time he would go, they've been lying to you, man. I always loved that yep. shit, too. Yep. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember watching the Firefly Funhouse stuff. It was it was weird, but it was so it was so much fun and so and so cool. Yeah. Uh, so is there anything else you guys would like to say about Bray Wyatt or uh, Terry Funk or anything wrestling related? I don't think there really is going to be a wrestling segment this week, folks. We just This just happened a few hours ago, and we're all kind of bummed out by it. So. Um, I think, what was it, when I went with you guys to WrestleMania in Orlando, and he wrestled during that match, and he, I think every time he did something, there would be like bugs or whatever projected on, on, the, uh, yeah. on the mat. That was, yep. that was cool. That's the type of shit we're talking about, about WWE just doing dumb shit yeah i mean yeah that was dumb it was it was weird but also i remember being in the crowd whenever he would walk out and then everybody turned their cell phones on and like it illuminated the whole thing like see seeing that you know i I would see that on 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 the show sometimes but being there and actually seeing it was wild um but yeah um definitely you know having wwe studios and being able to make their own content and not doing a horror movie with him i think was a mistake missed opportunity because that's exactly what i mean perfect for is like yeah essentially their own horror anthology like crypt keeper yeah they could have done that they could have got any you know any up-and-coming horror director from anywhere and you know had him had him do three of them or one of them or whatever and just you know make uh, make it into a a whole thing uh but no it is it is incredibly sad uh because i did like you know uh, i'm a horror guy i did like the spooky stuff that he was doing and the whole thing was portraying um, they couldn't keep his story story straight, and that was unfortunate. But yeah, it's just it's just terrible. It is, man. Especially passed away at thirty six. I mean, yeah. geez, it's, yeah. I'll be thirty five in a few months, so I'm just like shit. Yeah. Once you start looking at that, and you're like, man, I'm staring down the barrel of thirty. I mean, for me, it's like another seven years. But <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I, I, I forgot you turned you turned thirty last year. I did. I know I turned thirty this year. Why do we have this on our show? You look good for a thirty, Kendo. You look really I know, good. No, I know. I'm, I'm holding it together real well. What's your What's your skincare routine, buddy? What What, what do you use? Uh, Animal skin. Yeah, I was going to say the Old Spice body wash. I go back and forth between the Kraken Guard and the the Dragon thing, but you know, sure, whatever, whatever you want to throw upon me. I know. I I know. I should probably moisturize a little bit more now that I live out in the desert. But probably something you should. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> folks, if you'd like WCBS skincare regimens of Kendo, 
Uh, check out our Patreon. Kendo will give all of his beauty secrets over there. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the important thing is pouring at least one beer over your whole body. <laughs> and then the remaining 11 in your body. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, alcohol kills like germs and bad things. So it's the old Cliff Clavin principle. The idea that, uh, you know, the brain cells that get killed by beer are just like the old slow ones, kind of like the buffalo herd. So there you go. Let me take this off screen and let's talk about something a little happier, shall we? Uh, folks, hit that thumbs up button and uh, yeah, let's continue on. So guys, the, tonight, the title of tonight's show is about this new trailer, Rebel Moon, which has got a certain portion of the internet going crazy right now. Oh, it's God. Zack Snyder's sci-fi epic over on Netflix. It's got fantasy, it's got ninja elements it's got all kinds of things but it's got people talking and so i want to ask you guys because we're all big fans of science fiction fantasy all the genres here on wcbs uh we all like that stuff we all watched the trailer this week what did you guys think of that and do you think moving forward this is going to be a big hit so we'll start with uh you nick uh, did you see the trailer yeah 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 i watched it i watched it earlier um <clears throat> this this feels like an original thing from from him I can tell because um, he literally threw everything in there and shook it around and got a movie um, because this reminds me of Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch didn't make any fucking sense and it was just like a two-hour music video, which I was Hang fine on. with. Be careful. Dion's PTSD might start flaring up. I, if you I, I, I know. Sucker I know. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to, you know, hamper my words a little bit and make sure that you know, he doesn't, um, you know, hulk out or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I watched the trailer. I watched it twice, actually. And I was like, this like, there's so many elements. Like, they're trying to do Dune and, like, Fifth Element and Alien and um, uh, the, the new D&D movie that just came out. Like, there's so many things in it. It's hard to nail it down and get a cohesive world of what's going on. So it's just, it's really strange. There's even, like, World War II elements. Like, I don't know. Like... <sighs> This feels like a fucking Andy Warhol painting where he just jizzed on something. He's like, "This is what it is. Let's do it." <laughs> that's, that's what that's what this feels like. That's what this feels like. This is he made. And also, I love at the end of the trailer. There's like two parts of it. Like part one's in December and part two's in April. It's like go fuck yourself, Netflix. I'm sorry. Yeah, they really want to draw it out. They think we're gonna subscribe even longer for it. Well, because like it. Well, I mean, and it's one of those things where like, oh, we did it with the stranger. We did a stranger things. We should do it with everything now. It's like that's not how this fucking works. I'm sorry. No, Stranger Things, like Rebel Moon, is a sum of its parts. It's, you know, it's one part Goonies, one part Stephen King, one part Monster Squad, another part E.T. It's an amalgamation. Yeah, but, Maybe that's the Netflix formula. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's an amalgamation, but the thing is that it's done it's done somewhat correctly. There are, you know, holes in the story here and there, but that's fine. But this one feels like, once again, like he's just chucking shit out and me. Like, we're going to have all these things in there, all the, all the stuff, everything. It's like, dude, just stick to comic book adaptations you're good at following the pictures just follow the pictures is he is he is he good at following things nick dion why don't you answer that for us you know what why don't you go ahead and go kendo <laughs> oh yeah because dion's gonna need a minute 
Yeah, yeah. And this way I can get it done. I can go take a piss break, a shit break, uh, probably drive up and down the street about five times and then deal Don't make this about me. Don't make this about me. Drive out to Cincinnati. You'll be here. I am your Jeff, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm just going to come out and hang out with you. You know, I'm just going to. No. By the time I get to Cincinnati, I'll have enough time to just be able to say, hey, let's go get a Coney and then I got to go home. I want to hear your take. So, all right. I didn't know what the fuck a rebel moon was. I had no clue. And then I saw the message. Jeff said, hey, you know, watch the trailer. Now I know what a rebel moon is. I just I actually no, I don't. I still I watched the trailer. I still have no idea what the fuck a rebel moon is. I don't I have. There was nothing from that trailer that told me you should watch this movie. I like sci fi. I like shit like that. But the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, this looks like it's overly dark for the sake of being overly dark. This music sounds extra heavy for the sake of being extra heavy. Oh, it's a Zack Snyder picture. Hmm. This kind of making a little bit of sense by why this trailer doesn't make any fucking sense and isn't really getting me to want to watch this movie. Now, this could be a great movie. This could be one of the best movies ever out there. But just from the trailer that I watched this afternoon while I was having lunch, I got nothing from this. I'm like, I just, I'm like, is this a comic book adaptation? Is this an anime? I'm not. I didn't know because I'd never heard of this property before. Um, it's a Netflix movie, which in terms of Netflix movies, I've only ever watched two that I liked. And I've seen a bunch and only two. I feel like that record's safe with this movie. Um, but I don't know. I just There was nothing about this that just made me go, man, that looks like it's going to be really cool. It just made me go, mm, okay, this makes sense. Zack Snyder's just trying to look edgy and dark and cool. Yeah, I, I had a similar takeaway. I was a, a little overwhelmed by a lot of what I was seeing in that trailer because it's just like, it's trying to be Warhammer, it's trying to be Dune, it's trying to be Star Wars, it's trying to be Lord of the Rings, it's trying to be like so many different things. And it to me, Zack Snyder movies, especially this one, feels like a kid that takes his toy box and it's like, well, we're going to have Batman fight the snake from or the dinosaur from Toy Story, and then we're going to fight this, and a robot, and that. And that's cool. It's all fun and well. And, you know, when this comes out, this could be great, so I have to reserve judgment for that. But just based on the trailer, I don't think I'll think about this tomorrow. Like, I probably won't think about Rebel Moon till it comes out, and I don't know if I'll remember to watch it at the end of the year, to be honest. It's, it's nothing to do with my Zack Snyder distaste. It's, this just looked like everything else blended together. This looks like it belongs on AMC, to be honest. Like, it was generic sci-fi movie number four. Yeah. That, 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 no, and that's, I'm serious. I mean, there are people that might have watched it and been like, oh, yeah, this looks good. I mean, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, so there's starships, there's a planet being invaded, maybe some guys being crowned king. What is he, like, king of the universe or the planet? I don't know. He's the king of the world, Kendo. Okay, so Leonardo DiCaprio makes a return. You know, what's eating He's Gilbert Great Part 2? We're still going up that water tower, aren't we, Gilbert? Um <laughs> But yeah, so it's like, it, 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 to me, it was generic sci-fi movie trailer number four. That's all it was. Could this be a good movie? Sure, it could. And somebody's got severe weather coming in. Maybe a kid was abducted. Maybe an old person vanished. We don't know. Hold mute for a second. I need to know what happened with the Amber Alert. Well, it could no, have been a great alert. Or a severe oh, thunderstorm just- warning. It's the, it's, the, it's the emergency tune for everything. 
is there a storm coming? Did a kid get stolen? Did an old person wander from the home? Is there nuclear bombs about to fall? Same warning for all of them. Um, yeah, no, like I'm with you. This was like generic trailer number four. Like it didn't sell the movie to me. Somebody that has no idea what it is. I don't think it's going to sell the movie to a lot of other people, but if you watched it and it got your, you know, the cockles of your heart all tingling and maybe the cockles a little bit lower than your heart got tingling, you know, that more power to you. Watch it. Tell us how it was. Yeah. Now, Dion. Yes. Zack Snyder's number one something. What'd you think of this? So we all know how I feel about Zack Snyder. We'll get into that yes, in a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, Overall, I liked the trailer. I enjoyed the Holy trailer. Holy shit, that's what the alert was Calm for. down. <laughs> I liked the trailer. You know, I you know, it's 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 no secret, you know, I love Warhammer 40k. I, you know, I love science fiction obviously, you know, being a huge Star Wars guy, being a Star Trek guy, being a fantasy guy. You know, it's a lot, but I enjoyed the trailer. And I actually am intrigued. That all being said, this does not change who he is. Zack Snyder is a con man. And this is how it starts. You know, he is... A master of expectation. The vast majority of the trailers that come out for his stuff look interesting. The vast majority of the trailers that come out for his stuff look fun. The vast majority of them, even if they are copying, not copying, if they're his interpretation of a pre-existing property, look at least like, hey, I'm going to go watch this. And this one is no fucking different. The difference being he will fail i understand netflix wants to be disney and and have its own platform and wants to get into everything and wants to be its own entertainment entity you know he's the guy that did superman he's the guy that did dc he's the guy that did Watchmen. he's the guy that has a rich oh the thunderstorm get him god no zach snyder's like pr people he's going on tour right now that that check clearly, you know, hit Dion's bank account. There was enough zeros on there, or this, you know, <laughs> fucking AI robot that they replaced Dion with, who is now a big fan of Zack Snyder. And yeah. and, and they I, knew, I knew, I knew, I knew, I I knew he, he was, you know, he he looked kind of funny at the convention. I wasn't sure, but now yeah. I know. Yeah, they replaced him. He's he's a robot. God damn it! They got him. They got him. Oh, god damn it! Dion lost power, folks. So, Dion's yeah. not dead. He's just without power oh that's blows yeah that's what happened to the fucking transformer and that's why dion's not here right now i got fucking zapped with 1.21 gigawatts and you know what the fuck is a gigawatt yeah i was about to ask you what the hell a gigawatt is but you know we won't we won't get into that tonight but i wanted to ask you guys this though do you think this is going to be the future moving forward of entertainment where it's just this is, I know, like, historically Star Wars copies and other things copy, but this is so on the nose with barring. Is that going to be what our next series of, like, original properties are? It's just how many things we can throw in they're a blender? Not, no, they're not really original properties. They're just, like, they're just, I, okay, they're, they're going to be AI properties that have elicited enough of a, like, fucking, like, blip in your brain to be like, oh, this looks like the familiar thing I love. I must go watch it. That's what it's going to be. 
that's what it's going to be. That's probably what they're going to use AI for the best is like trying to put all these elements into into movies that will get people to watch the first weekend or the second weekend. And then when everybody realizes it was a honey dick, then, you know, that's it. It's done. Do you think uh, people are going to just carry over the goodwill from the Snyder Cut and be so excited uh, what about goodwill this from the Snyder Cut? Dear God, dude, are you kidding? Like, they fired him because they did the Snyder. I love how I love how the Snyder Cut needed more money to to get to to film more parts because of the Snyder Cut. It's like didn't didn't the Snyder Cut already exist and like there was a whole that, that whole fucking thing. God, jeez. Well, there are um, still people that think, oh, he listened to the fans, guys. He loves us. We got to support him. It's like he loves the zeros at, at the end of his yeah. fucking paycheck. That's what he loves. I'd Come make on. fucking shitty movies too if there was enough zeros on the end of paychecks from fucking movie studios. They're like, hey, we want you to make a terrible fucking movie. Here's ten million dollars. Not a problem. I will make one of the worst movies of all time. I yes. I have no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to direct a movie. I've never written a script. I don't know what a best boy is or the key grip. But what I do know is. I can go out there and say, here's what we're going to do. You're going to act, and I'm going to tell you whether or not we're going to keep that tape. The guy walks in, falls on his ass, and I laugh at him. I'm like, we're keeping that in the fucking movie. And yet it's a drama about World War II. <laughs> you should make right. movies. Kinda. You know what? You know what? With that spiel, you're a better director than Zack Snyder. I mean, that's, that's how my movies would go. It's like, you need to make a period piece. Well, I mean, how many women are on this set? Because that could get out of hand real quick. <laughs> God damn it. It's like that episode of Married with Children. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, like, this, um, is a, this is about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Be like, well, who's my George Washington? Idris Elba. I don't see any problem with that. Fucking bring it in. <laughs> Falls down. I laugh. We keep it in the movie. And be like, well, George Washington wasn't it signing the Declaration of Independence. He fucking is now because he's in my movie. I don't give a shit. Check That's clear. What do I care? That's the world I want to live in. Yeah. Pay me enough. I'll make whatever fucking movie you want. Oh god. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is there is one that there's a really I think a really big stuff epic that I want to see called The Creator. Oh yeah. Um. I I think it's coming out in September. I think it's by the same director of um, Rogue One. Yeah. So I like, I mean, I like, I, I like his style. His style is good, and that reflects that in that trailer, in the trailer for the creator. And that looks more compelling and more fun than this does. You Dude, know, that it, movie it, looks great. It looks so. It, it has a, one. it has a cohesive story. I knew what was happening from the fucking trailer, Jeff. It's weird how the how, how that worked. This trailer looked like it was just a bunch of supercuts from other other trailers from YouTube. That's kind of what it does look like when people take those, and do those. I mean, but it's Netflix, guys. They have all the money in the world to throw at this thing. So it's got to be great, right? So it is Disney, but look at, look at where they're at. In That's the true. toilet. Yeah, yeah. there you uh, I've been watching this one YouTube channel, and they've been talking about it quite a bit lately. Like, you know, there's videos that come out by them every couple of days. They, they've they been covering the Disney shit. He used to do a morning show, too. I don't know what the fuck happened to that channel, though. <laughs> <laughs> the morning show will come back one day, Kendo. <laughs> Uh, folks, if you want GMPC, you just got to watch it. We got to get those numbers up, folks. But this is going to be an interesting thing. Uh, I bet you most people that are hyped about it right now will probably forget about it. For me to answer the question in the trailer. But Dion the never forgets, Jeff. Well, Hashtag okay. Dion never forgets. He does forget quite a few things, but I think he, now he probably will forget this movie too. Never mind, you know, point withdrawn. 
you know, by the end of the year, we'll all be talking about, like, what's our favorite movie of the year? And somebody will go, we forgot to watch that Zack Snyder movie, Rebel Moon. <laughs> like, did you guys ever watch Rebel Moon? Oh, shit, no, we forgot about it. Dion, did you watch it? You were intrigued by the trailer. No, you didn't watch it either. Fuck, okay. Um, all right. Three stars. Gun to, your, gun to your head. Rebel Moon or Rebel Wilson? What would you rather spend an hour watching? <laughs> what's the context behind Rebel Wilson? What's she doing? Nothing sexual. Rebel Moon, because I've seen an hour's worth of Rebel Wilson, I think. No, actually, I haven't. I've only seen those commercials she's in, and she's pretty annoying in those. So I feel like I would better be, I'd be, I'd be better off going into Rebel Moon for an hour because I feel like at least. I can let my brain shut off and there's nothing that's going to just be jarringly annoying enough to get me back into what's going on. Dion right. is back, but Nick, you go first. Uh, Rebel Moon or Rebel Wilson? Uh, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Rebel Moon. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, Dion, Rebel Moon or Rebel Wilson? What would you rather watch? Rather watch. rather watch Rebel Wilson. I know what I'm getting into. You know, Rebel Moon... You know, I don't feel like falling for this dude's bullshit again. You know, I could be the tie, or I could be... I'll just be honest, I'd rather pick Rebel Wilson, because I watched this video of Penn Jillette punk her out and trick her into falling for an old uh, magic trick, and she just stood there and was just kind of like, uh, yeah, so that seems a little more entertaining than this, but... Well, there you go. Rebel Wilson, the official Australian broad of world-class bullshitters. (laughs) You guys wouldn't rather have Nicole Kidman or... Oh, she wasn't else? up for grabs right now. Only Rebel Wilson was, and three out of four bullshitters have thumbs up for Rebel Wilson. That's going to start coming up on movie posters. Three out of bullshit. Three out of four bullshitters approve, and then it'll just be like random-ass crap. <laughs> yeah, and whichever one doesn't approve, there's just a scowling picture of them in the corner. <laughs> With their arms crossed, all boo-boo-faced. Yeah, three out of four bullshitters like this, and then on the corner, Nick does not approve. <laughs> probably probably thanks nick (laughs) all right guys uh in terms of rebel moon anything else you want to say i mean look at science fiction's in a great place right now i mean the dune movie was a huge hit there's the sequel out later this year the creator looks great which will be doing something for ai month here on the channel folks so make sure you join us for that there's a lot to look forward to i just wouldn't put this in there i still put netflix films and other uh, well, just Netflix films versus theatrical releases. They're always different to me. I don't care how much the one costs versus the other. There's just something about going to see something in the theater on a big screen. It feels like a big deal versus watching it at home on a 65-inch screen. It doesn't matter to me. So Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Um, we started off the year strong with going to the movies quite a bit, and then there was that lull in, the, in spring and summer where they just didn't have anything good. And um, then you know, Oppenheimer came out, watched that, but it had, they haven't really gone again. So, oh yeah, Meg, yeah, the Meg two was was fun. Um, I feel like everything <laughs> this year started out strong, and then it all kind of just we had know. dude, we had somebody come by the table who's who, who were like, oh, the Meg two was terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that's the point. Like, those movies are not supposed to be believable or those real. Those are not or, cinematic masterpieces. Yeah, They're supposed to make you talk about them thirty years later, going. Man, that was such a fucking inspirational good film. I mean, ooh, you know, you're not putting it on Mount Rushmore with like Godfather or anything like that. You're just supposed to watch and go, eh, 
you and get you get you, you you th- th- those movies are meant for drunk watch parties and and drinking with friends that's what they're meant for yeah yeah getting wasted and going to a theater and yelling at the screen for two hours that's exactly man exactly yeah that's what they're meant for it's not yeah they're not meant for anything yeah they're not meant for yeah once again like kendall said it's not like mount rushmore or something they're just meant to be fun popcorn movies man that's it we should do a thing for patreon our mount rushmore of films and then we should like have a voting. Si- we gotta do that with like a voting system and everything. You guys want to make that happen? Yeah, let's do it, man. Absolutely, write that one down. Uh, Kenda, you can help us do the voting. Uh, that way, you know how to break down the brackets and all that stuff. Hey, Marvin. Yeah, I can do that. Um, are we talking about like the Mount Rushmore of our films, or just in general? Well, maybe we should do like a voting thing with the audience, where they can vote on the list of films, and we take those and attribute points, and you know, work it down that way. We could do that because, like, our individual Mount Rushmores are going to be so like radically different to the point where we will get offended by the voting. Yeah, because your Mount Rushmore is going to be like Top Gun. Yeah. And is it TMNT ninety? Yeah. Um. Oh man, why am I? Why is this hard? Fuck. I know Nick's like Summer Party Massacre too. That's one of them. Yeah. Tomb- and- Tombstone. Tombstone for Gendo. Tombstone's on there too. Oh my god, we got three or four already. Shit. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, Kenda, tell us your last one since Dion. Trading Places. Has. Trading Places. Ooh, it's a wonderful film. Yeah, I can watch all four <laughs> of those no matter what, anytime. And the hard part is, like, Back to the Future would make that list, like Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, you have to exclude some of those things. So, I, And, like, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters isn't there either, but it's like, I have to have a diverse list. Like, I've got my Western. I've got my action movie film iconic best film of all time from the 80s and then i've got you know the greatest comic book movie of all time and you know to me and so there's a lot that has to miss out if i had to come up with the top 10 list it'd be a little bit better off and more well-rounded but in terms of like movies that i'm just like the four of these movies i could be on an island and i will never get tired or bored or unhappy it'd be those four now we got to make sure that the audience votes for these. So, folks, uh, join us. Let's make that an end of the year thing. We can't rush into it. We got to make it big. We got to get every other channel out there too involved. So, folks, hit one if you want to make that happen and uh, join us when we do. Yeah, and I'm just gonna let you guys know now. Look, I understand it's a democracy, and we're all gonna vote on these things. But if one of my movies doesn't make it onto the top four of voting, I if you have not, have you've ever watched Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, where they go through the fucking the comment section and all that stuff, and they go door to door and beat the living fuck out of people. I'm just going to leave that thought right there, and I'm going to let you marinate on that one. <laughs> How many people want to kick some ass, Kendo? That's right, me. I do. Well, if Beverly Hills Cop isn't number one on everyone's list, I'm just going to, I don't know, riot. John Cena style. Uh, so, guys, anything else on Rebel Moon, or will we want to put this baby to bed on that topic? Well, I mean, Dion's, you know, kind of hornied up for it, so maybe... Oh, yeah, the power it. got... Oh, he's muted right now. He's, uh... Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm doing work shit with this the, the thunderstorm stuff, but... No, I mean, like I said, it's, uh... All I'm saying is, yeah, I'm in the boat of, obviously, yeah. It, it, it looks good. That all being said, this is a unique situation. Zack Snyder no matter how many times he tries to get my power taken out here, is a unique situation. That dude has a unique ability of failure. And again, if there were anyone else and that came out, I'd be intrigued. I'd be like, yeah, ready to go. And I still may watch it. 
but it cannot be understated that you cannot trust the man that fucked up Superman. It's, you know, it's, it's, and it's not being a troll. It's not being an internet person. He straight up fucks up. That's what Zack Snyder does. You know, we all love John Wick. And one of my favorite quotes in all movies comes from John Wick 4, which is a man's ambition should never outgo his worth. And it has happened to Zack Snyder constantly. And again, no matter no matter what you say, I get it. You know, some people really like him and they love the whole thing with the Justice League and they love, you know, Watchmen. I love Watchmen. A broken clock is right twice a day. And this motherfucker does not have the skill, the ability, or the fucking self-awareness to not Zack Snyder this. And he will. <laughs> and I have zero doubt about it. Maybe I, I don't even have a problem with being wrong here. But the fact that, that trailer is good, like so many other Zack Snyder trailers, and it got me interested again in something Zack Snyder has his name all over again. And it's another apparent you know, uh, uh, well-thought-out property, he is not going to get you across the fucking goal line. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, like I said, broken clock, right, twice a day. But this dude's unique ability is to be the guy that has all the cards, has all the chips, and he still fucks up. And I have zero doubt in my mind that it's going to be the exact same here. Just cool trailer, or not. <laughs> sell, 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 fucking sell. Here he is again. It's interesting. It's a good trailer. He's getting, again, the keys to the kingdom from Netflix. He's got the dude from Sons of Anarchy. He's got What's Her Nuts. He has a, a, a damn near an unlimited budget on a platform that is, is trying to take over the Wild West. He will do what Zack Snyder does best and smell his own farts, get high, pass out, throw up, and remind everyone that he's a fucking wannabe. Period. So you're telling me you don't really like Zack Snyder. Is that what I'm I hear? I do not like Zack Snyder. I'll be I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Dion. We're gonna we're gonna move on to something. Well, else. this is yeah, this is like his his wonderful uh zombie movie that that you know everybody's still talking about, uh, Army of the Dead. Was that good? No. <laughs> it was it was a copy of Dawn of the Dead, like beat beat for beat. It were it really Which was. He remade once. Uh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um it was it was it was zombies and it was fucking zombies in, in like a dead Vegas is what it was. It was okay. Hey, and he also liked it cool, but yeah, and, and, like and, it's and, and, and and he also shot it and it was shot like shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that what else also... to say about Zack Snyder. Honestly, it's just like yeah. I don't like his work. I don't think this is going to change the face of entertainment. I think there's a. I think too many people still harp on. Oh, he did these great superhero movies. What ones did you watch? We watched them ten years ago. Man of Steel ruined Superman. BVS sucked. Uh, I know he didn't was... direct. Yeah, Justice League. His cut of Justice League wasn't any better. It's like. Oh my god, the Green Lantern showed up. Like, did we forget what narrative in a film is supposed to be? Did we forget what uh, we all complain about with other things? Because I feel like when it came to the Snyder Cut of Justice League, everyone's like, Oh my god, they fight Darkseid! Or they didn't fight Darkseid. Oh my god, they fight Steppenwolf better! It's like, did the rest of the movie get better? No. 
It was no. still dumb. No, no, no. It's still, it, was, it was still pretty terrible. But, um, you know, it's just people who, I don't know, it's, I guess it's normies who, um, who just didn't want, who just aren't accustomed to it or know anything about it. They just are just like, oh, this looks good. Oh, yeah, four hours of, of, of a of a um, standard definition movie sounds in black and white sounds amazing right now. Dude, it's not even normies, though. It's like diehard, like, people that we interact with. They're like, Zack Snyder is God. It's like, no, he's fucking not. Like, yeah. I'm all about having differing tastes, but, like, what's an actual, like, what's a quality film he made? We go on about Richard Donner being the patron, patron saint of the channel. It's like, he's got shit from his lowbrow as, like, a lethal weapon, but he's got great stuff out there, too, like uh, The Omen. I mean, Richard Donner was a real director. I don't want to, you know... Take away no, no, no! You're like no, that. you're you're 100 correct. He was a real director. He's the one who uh, directed the first Superman, The Weapon, The Omen, yep. Um, yep. Maverick. That's a um, good one. Yeah, he did. I'm sorry, he did uh, Superman two and uh, yeah, yeah. He he's did got Superman like an two. alternate cut of Superman two. He's got he did, guns. he did, he did. If you buy the um, well, I mean the DVD set I got of the Superman movies had the uh, the Snyder cut in place of Superman two, so. Or not Snyder. God damn it. Um, the Donner cut. Dude, I'll yeah. go out as far as to say that Joel Schumacher was a better director than Zack Snyder. Because he may have made Batman and Robin, which is a shit movie. But he also made The Lost Boys and Falling Down, which are really great. And uh, oh, Zack Snyder doesn't have anything that's in that category, those category of films. I mean, sorry. I know everyone wants to say, but Batman and Robin suck. It did suck. It did. Yeah. It was terrible. But when you're a high quality director, you're allowed to have a fucking stinker here and there. That was his. Because Batman Forever ain't that bad. It's Spielberg not hasn't made nothing but complete bangers. He's probably had a got one or two bad ones out there. Nineteen forty one? Yeah. Well, okay. That one didn't do well, but it's not a bad movie. It's actually kind of fun. I mean, John Candy's great and everything, so True. That, uh, that is true. That is true. So, uh, let's keep moving on with tonight's show, folks. Uh, I want to wait till Dion gets back to talk about uh, Blue Beetle, because, spoiler alert, I went to see it. It wasn't that bad. Was it a great film? No. Was it uh, the best superhero movie I've seen this year? Maybe number two or three. Would I buy it on disc? For $10, maybe. Actually, really, I thought the family was kind of cool. The main character's endearing. It's very rare to see uh, a likable hero in today's day and age. But God damn it, is it not Mexican Iron Man? It even has the reentry <laughs> scene. <laughs> Mexican Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Um, it, it really... It, look, it's dead. It's dead in the water. It's a flop of a film. It ain't going to make any money. But what it is, is decent. It's enjoyable. It's better than The Flash. It's better than Shazam 2. I mean, it's better than most DC movies over the last... Let me just look up the DCEU real quick, because I'll go back. No, probably, probably a while. But, uh, and I mean, the, that's good to hear, but it seems like, even if it is good, people aren't going to go watch it, because I think they're all... I think they're tired of the And when they hear that more, yeah, they're just like, no, we're, we're done. We don't want to keep... And, and, and especially with, you know, the DC stuff, there's no... There's, I mean, Blue Beetle, I think, is still part of the direction, directionless like path that they're going, you know, as well. I don't know, if, I don't know if the Blue Beetle is going to, uh, is part of the, you know, the new stuff they're doing or anything, or if it's just something they wanted to make. So it's part of the old Snyderverse. Okay. 
because they talk about Superman and Batman and all the other characters that are have been out there for a while. So if you hear anything about Blue Beetle being part of the new DCEU, it's just a marketing ploy to try to get people to watch it. But it's, you know, it's just not, it's not, it's not very accurate to say that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. And then, like, it, it, once again, it looks, it looks interesting, but, like, it also, like, the way the thing, <laughs> the way the trailers reminded me of the old movie Guyver. Do you remember yeah, that thing? Yeah, with Mark Hamill? Yes, it reminded me of that because it kind of started the same way where, like, this, this ancient, this alien thing got, you know, got on him and, you know, fucking morphed his body up and made him into this, you know, the superhero or whatever. It reminded me of that a little bit. It's a lot like that. It's that meets Iron Man because the thing's okay. got an onboard AI. It talks to him. Uh, I mean, I'm not joking when it takes him to outer space and does the whole reentry thing, just like in the first Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, no, movie. yeah, 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 yeah. We see something in the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is weird, but okay. <clears throat> um, the chick is just like Ob- uh, Susan Sarandon's character is just like Obadiah Stane. Uh, he fights essentially the Iron Monger at the end of the movie, which is a bastardized version of his armor. Yeah, it's it's a lot of you know just derivative stuff but it's got a good soundtrack it's got an interesting score the acting is on point i don't think anybody gave a bad performance how okay so so the the kid from cobra kai is actually good dude he was so likable like i like that's good but like i actually gave a shit about the character i actually really cared about the character because what happens in a lot of these films is you're all i'm here to see the superheroing i'm here to see this or that or want to laugh at a joke but i actually cared about this dude's struggle because he comes back from college he's the first reyes in his family to graduate from college and his dad's just a mexican dude who just is a he owns like a business um a a car dealer not a car dealership a, a mechanic shop which has gone under. They're about the garage. A garage. Thank you. They're about to lose their house. Like there's a lot of stuff that the character is going up against in terms of like um, adversity. And so he comes out of college. He's like, I want to fix this. I want to save my family. His whole point is to, he wants to just make his life or make his family's life better. That's it. He's not trying to be uh, a superhero out of necessity or this or that. And he just kind of gets pulled into a, and a corporate fuck up and he becomes the blue beetle. And I liked the guy. I mean, he showed those That's emotions good. very yep. well. Um, you saw it, right, Dion? I did. I did. Okay. Did you like it? I liked it a lot, actually. I liked it a lot. No, Hillary was not a huge fan, but I did like it. I did like it. Um, uh, it specifically to the main character, yeah. Javi was a was a was a. I mean, he did a great job. Um, you know, and and you know, and we'll get into that obviously a little, little bit later. But yeah, I mean, it, Blue Beetle is definitely indicative of the things that DC is going through. But this one was still, I, I liked it a lot. I really did. Yeah, I would say it's the best DC movie this year, and I'll go on record to say it's the best DC movie since 2019 with Shazam. Um, I like Ooh. it more than I liked Justice League, both Suicide Squads. I mean, it's a different character, so I don't have the same emotional attachment to Jaime Reyes as I do Batman or Superman. But I would be lying if I said after I left the movie, I didn't go to Amazon to see how much an action figure costs because I was like, oh, that was a cool looking character. Ooh. That was a cool movie. All yeah. right, well, geez, yeah. If you're looking up, if you're looking up action figures after the movie, that's a good sign. That's a really good sign. Yeah, I, I liked the design. I like, I liked a lot, man. I know people want to dump on it. Oh, superhero movies suck. Yeah, they kind of do. I don't. I don't. But... I don't think they. I don't think they suck. It's just that we are, 
we are tired of them. Kind of like with <clears throat> Walking Dead and Zombies when we had a bunch of that shit happen. People were just like, oh, we're done with it. You know, that's all it is, is that there's too much of it. It's, it's saturated the market. And and the general audience, I think, and a lot of us think, you know, oh, when a new one comes up, it's like, oh, it's going to be the exact same like origin story. We're going to get the same beats. It's going to be kind of, the, you know, just the same stuff, regardless of what the superhero is or was or whatever is going through or things like that. So I think it's just the saturation of the market. It's not really, you know, and the, people are just tired of it is all it really is. Well, I wish this wasn't one that flopped as hard as it did. Because I really would like to see where the story goes next. Because it was, it was one of those smaller movies, meaning, like, he didn't go too far. He lives in a fictional... Is, yeah, Palmyra City is not real. It's just like Miami, essentially. But he lives in essentially Miami... He does some stuff in town, and then they go to this uh, island near Cuba. So they don't really do yeah. a lot of traversing. There's not a lot of big world-ending elements. It's just kind of like the older superhero origin films, where it's centralized to one location. It's about his personal arc, and the character grows. I don't know if he really... Dion, would you say he grows as a character, or he just completes a, an objective and becomes, you know... He completes an objective. I think it definitely is... Like I was saying before, the, the issue with the DC trying to be Marvel formula is it's just things happen because they're supposed to happen and then this happens. So th this movie definitely has that, I, you know, not to the degree where it should have flopped, but yeah, he he, he doesn't have, you know, th th this was a hero's journey in the microwave. So, which, which you know, it doesn't make it a, a bad movie, but you can definitely tell you know, they're like, we had to set this up and we're going to remind you that they're Latino and then he faces the bad guys and then now he's the Blue Beetle. So, uh, and there are some cool parts in between, but yeah, you don't see a drastic change because from the very beginning, he's a good guy. They all love him. He gets out of college, like you said. So, yeah, he, he's not a completely different character at the end of the movie as opposed to, to when it started. Dude, uh, I liked his family quite a bit. The sister could be a little much at times, but I really liked yep. the dad and the grandma. Yeah, I, dad, dad, grandma, grandma was cute as hell. Um, and you had that you fucking chain gun at the end. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. You know, her her being a, a former revolutionary and shit. I thought that was good. And then you know, my favorite part. You know, it's 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 a lot closer to uh, Venom than it is Iron Man. Obviously, you know, for those you know who don't know, you know, the suit's an alien suit, blah 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 blah, and the suit is it has a name and it's talking to him. It's a lot closer. Don't get me wrong, I like Blue Beetle. The Guyver series, the Guyver movies did it better, but you know, the <laughs> we're just talking, talking about that shit. <laughs> my, that's why I love you guys. That's why I love you guys. <laughs> um, and the suit's talking to him. So as the movie goes on, obviously, it's very heavy into. You know the Latino culture, the fact that they're Latino, all that good stuff. This is one reason why the sister kind of becomes a pain in the ass because <clears> it's know. Latinx. Get it right? No, no, they never said that. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think society's you know, given up on that one, Kendo. I know. I'm very yeah, happy for right. that too. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, and the, the sister is the heavy-handed part. But there's a cool part where this, you know, the, the suit's talking to him in the beginning. You know, the suit wants to fucking kill the main bad guy. Javi's like, no, then at the end, with all the stuff going on, you know, the suit is like, we're not a killer. And and the, right before the main action scene, you know, they're getting psyched up, and the suit starts talking in Spanish. I really like that part. I really, really fucking like that part. That was fucking cool. 
I did too. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might go check this one out this week then too. Um, You'll love it. It's not that bad, yeah. man. It's yeah. really not that bad. It's, it's like a lot of synthwave score, Nick. Ooh, nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because we we listened to that uh, that mix on the way up to, to Horrorhound. <laughs> and I have uh, I put some of that kind of music in today's Ahsoka video because I was like, you know what? Let's keep up in the production across the board because we are world class after all. So I figured, you know, a little music, a little. Um, do you guys remember the movie Star Kid at all from '97? Oh, yeah. yeah, I hated that movie. And I watched it a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it's kind of reminds me of that as well because it was kind of the same thing, but like it was basically like like the guy movie, but like the kid version. Yep. So yeah, it kind of reminds me of that as well a, a little bit um, from what you what you guys are talking about. It is very Star Kiddish. Very, very, very Star Kiddish. That's a yeah. name I haven't heard in years. Yeah, if anybody if anybody reckon, if anybody knows that movie or was alive for, to watch it or to see how it get I don't even, did nothing even get in the theatrical release? I think it did. I know I watched it on tape though. Yeah, same here. Same here. It had it had like that I don't know, though yeah, the front cover was very was very um, distinct for sure. Um it was terrible. It was that kid's fucking face and that yes, robot thing. Yes, yes, okay. All right, all right, good. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. It did get a box office release, but it didn't do too well. It made $7 million, Nick. Oh, God. The film was released on VHS and DVD. and <laughs> didn't go any further. <laughs> there was a prequel comic. Oh, my God. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, yeah, because there, there isn't like the, the home world. They're at war with this other species, and they made the fucking star suit. To, to fight them, and that's how it yeah. gets to Earth. The blue, yep. beetles, the blue beetles are fighting against the red beetles, and then there's the white beetles, and then there's the beetles from England, but most of them are dead. <laughs> R.I.P. John Lennon. Uh, no, fuck him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God, this movie's free on YouTube, guys. When we get together, we should just get wasted and watch it. Wait, what, Star Kid? That's the goddamn yeah. movie. <laughs> Dude, the, the suit looks like like a space gorilla. It does. It it is so it is so fucking gorilla? bulky. It's Sparambe. Sparambe, oh. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, I doubt I, I doubt yeah, I doubt Star Kid's gonna to go to Blu-ray. Um unless Arrow or Shout Factory buys it and does a four K release of it or some shit. I, you couldn't give that movie away. Yeah, but to say, I mean, they did a Blu-ray. They did a Blu-ray of Mac and Me. Yeah, but that's because Paul did. Rudd got that movie to be fucking, you know, an internet meme. That's true. I think we have a Mac and Me button. Let me see if that's still. We do. Oh my god, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, do I? Did I delete it? I you may have just not. put it aside for for later. Oh, for a later date. Yeah. Well, once I find it, I'll play it. Okay. I'll have to re-upload it. <laughs> Good old Mac and me. Yeah. Uh, have you ever actually seen that movie? Oh yeah. yeah. I've not seen that movie since I was like a fucking kid. But yeah, uh, I do. Well, yeah, same same here, fucking Ronald's yeah. dance scene is still hilarious. Yeah, once in like 1991, probably is when I saw that movie. You're a McDonald's dance scene, Dion. <laughs> I don't even Damn know right. what that means, but but I fucking said it. Yeah, oh. you do. So, yeah, that's the tragedy of Blue Beetle. It's a pretty decent movie that flopped harder than you can imagine. It's dead in the water. We'll never get any more from it. But I would I would definitely watch more Blue Beetle, including, you know, all the character, the side characters. So I was surprised how much I liked it, Dion. 
That's yeah. That that's a, that's unfortunate, man. That's unfortunate. It that you, you know you, you liked it. It's pretty good. It's a pretty, pretty rounded, well-rounded story. But yeah, we're not gonna see any more. But I I blame I blame DC for that, man. I really do. Well, listen, and and you know I would not say we're not gonna see more. But obviously, you know James Gunn's getting the kings the keys of the kingdom. You know he's obviously impressed enough that that they're going to let him do whatever. And, and you know, I, I, you know, depending on obviously his overall end goal, you know, with, with it being a decent enough movie, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we get another blue beetle, you know, obviously, you know, some of the rumors being, he wants to do some injustice stuff. So we'll see, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not entirely sold on. We ain't going to ever see our boy Javi again, but you know, hopefully we get a little bit more of him, a little bit more George Lopez with a fucking mullet. <laughs> Yeah, everybody complained online that he made that line about Batman as a fascist or whatever. He said that once when he was in uh, Ted Kord's lair, and you, you know, the old Blue Beetle is a part. What's of wrong the story. with Batman being fashionable? I mean, I don't get that. I mean, <laughs> even so, the point being, he's a character, and that's the character's opinion on Batman. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of one of those touchy subjects. Where people say a word and everybody freaks out about it, you know, shut the fuck up, Twitter. You know, you didn't go see it, obviously, so do what you do best and say in the fucking background. That being said, the the context of the movie, they're kind of, you know, hey, we're down our luck. We, we're poor, blah, 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 blah. And he follows it up by saying the Blue Beetle, talking about the original Blue Beetle, had a sense of humor. So that was the context of the part. Now, I'm assuming everyone bitching about it are the same motherfuckers that absolutely cream their jeans over She-Hulk. Clearly, your taste in entertainment ain't that motherfucking good. So, no. <laughs> let the grown-ups talk about the movies while you stay in the background. Yeah, that's why... Look, even though Disney is a terrible company, chasing or courting the favor of those type of people is what got you in the position you're in right now. It's like, hey... Yep. We want She-Hulk and Miss Marvel and all these progressive, wonderful characters. It's like, look, you can have cool characters that are not white or black or whatever. Just make them cool, not lame. That's your problem. You made shit characters for years, and then you had these idiots on the internet build them up. Oh, they're so great. They're so powerful. They mean so much to me. Did you watch it? Did you pay for it? No, you didn't. I paid to see Blue Beetle, and I don't regret it. So, Yeah, dude, it's the same thing with... Um... Um, what is it? Uh, the, the the cartoon on Netflix when whenever whenever it's gonna get canceled after two seasons, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it shouldn't get canceled. Go watch it. Go watch it." It's like you guys, you know, you you, you guys raved and ranted and and all this bullshit on Twitter about it, and then when it came out and it came time to pony up and you know actually you know uh, do something about it, you didn't watch it. Exactly. Like Ash of Evil Dead. Well, that was I mean yeah. that, that was that was a whole that was a whole bunch of stuff like they went to stars. They should have gone to a bit another network. Um, that one's still a sore pirate, subject. Yeah, people people pirating it, which was dumb, and um, nobody actually paying for the service and watching it because yeah, yeah, or fuckers stealing shit. I I 100 agree. Yeah, I mean, um, I I only I only jack the um the the, the big Hollywood movies because I can afford to you know take the hit. So that's you know. Yeah, I I would never pay money for Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, and I yeah. would recommend nobody else does either. God, yeah, but no. If it's if if it's a big Hollywood movie, they they can afford to take the hit. But usually, independent stuff. No, I will I will at least rent it on Amazon if I if I can. If I really like it, I'll buy it. That's why I supported the little known independent feature Weird Science, Nick, because I had to you know support the indies <laughs> with such indie indie stars as John Hughes, 
Anthony Michael Hall, Bill Paxton, like, you know. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., the, the highest paid actor in history. Yeah, I need to support the independence. <laughs> God, I no, that, that no, that's just a fucking classic that, that, that needed to be on 4K. So, and if, if Arrow did it, it's going to look fucking great. The sound's going to be amazing. It's probably the, it might be the best, the second best comic book movie of the 1980s. Because I bet you didn't know it was based on a comic, did you? I think you said this before to me a couple times. It it it, it, keep, it just doesn't register, and I keep being like, "What?" And yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's based on EC Comics Weird Science. It doesn't adapt the story directly, but if you watch the credits of the film, it says based on the EC comic Weird Science. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah, I've never read any Weird Science comics, <laughs> but I've read a shitload of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a fun, you know, it's a fun jaunt. It was in that great movie. Um, lots of shenanigans, you know, it's a lot of fun, man. I love shenanigans, shenanigans, you know, the place with all the shit on the walls and the, the <laughs> that'll never get old. Have we ever done a Super Troopers watch along? We have, we have, have we done part two. Pa- no. No, let's finish the one. broken let's let's really sit down and let's finish broken lizard let's do all the uh finish the bond movies let's just get a huge catalog out there because people are hungry for more stuff as hollywood is not providing entertainment wcbs is and will be so folks you can tell us Somebody's, on twitter uh, you just tell us what you want and we'll make it for you guys somebody's gonna step up and, and entertain these fucking people and it's us yeah yep i'm free i'm mostly free in the evenings monday through wednesday well, shit, we can make uh, Wednesday some recording nights, Kendo. That works for me. I might be in the background going, oh, yeah, that was cool. Highlight, highlight, highlight. Fuck, this is a boring book. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. Got to pretend that I'm woke. Well, you did take a quiz that made sure you were, so you're fine. I did? Yeah, remember the, the, the quiz you took for your job? No. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It, I don't know. It was it was some diversity thing you had to take for your job that you had to like, take the. No, that for. was just some kind of like diversity like seminar thing that everybody in the district had to take. Oh, like, okay. How to like, you know, be inclusive to students of different ethnicities. I'm like, well, well, considering pretty much all of them are a different ethnicity, I have no choice. So. <laughs> whatever it's like okay well no i never had to take a quiz on that but education classes are a piece of piss i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna brag that i've got a 4.0 just because they're easy i'm just that fucking good but it's they're they're a piece of piss it's but i love them i love it it's it's fun it's fun a lot of fun uh, all right, guys, let's uh, move away from the old Blue Beetle. I'm glad you liked it, Dion. I'm glad we have something to talk about when we hang out next time beyond, like, catching up or literally anything else we talk about. Damn right. Can you believe, like, how little we drank in comparison to other horror hounds? Like, usually we just <laughs> chug beer, but this year we just drank higher-end booze. Right, right. I was very surprised of the, the amount of beer I had left in my cooler. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, same here, man. Same here. I was. Nick, I we was... didn't even drink that full twenty-four pack. I know we. Did. <laughs> they were rattling Who... in my fucking car on the way back. <laughs> Who are we? Are uh, we just... Did we go soft or are we mature? No, you were missing your cleanup hitter. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of cleaning up afterwards. That's for damn sure. That's true. Oh. That's true. 
Um, well, that and we were doing the interviews. How much does the average jizz mopper make? <laughs> anyway, what are you saying, Nick? wipe it correctly. Oh, God. Uh, no, I mean, we're doing interviews and trying to get people, and people are all constantly coming to the table, uh, either people who knew us or new people. We were trying to, um, you know, sling books and things like that and try to sell comic books and things and give them information about the podcast. So, yeah, a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. We met this one guy. I don't remember his name, but he was cool. I believe he was with his family. And he came to the table, and we took a picture with him and stuff. If you're listening, dude, shout out to you, man. You were awesome. Everybody that come, came and hung out with us this weekend was awesome. Um, I can't wait till the next show. I already emailed the guy about the uh, Cincinnati one, so don't worry. I'm already ahead of the. Conference. Oh, thank God, thank God. What's hopefully, we, hopefully, that one again? yeah. Hopefully, you know that actually happens, and we don't get like, I don't know. They just, they just the thing is, they just have to be better prepared. That's all that happened last time. And it's. I hate to shit on them, but they've been doing it for over ten years, and they they haven't been prepared at all. It's it's what they should yeah. do is they should uh, hire us to help prepare it, <laughs> and we'll have access. We'll, we'll here's the thing: we'll get better celebrities. We'll get bigger everything. Um, I know there's a I know there's a what is it? There's a, I know there's a press thing on the website you can go to and uh, and get that uh, that that going too. All right, we'll do that. I want to see. Uh, we'll. Dion, you got to get a reporter hat. Since you turn into a sports reporter when you're a man on the street, you got to get you one of those old school like. Dude, as soon as hats. I as soon as I yelled action, it was it was like watching it was like watching ESPN. I swear to God. <laughs> easy, easy. You're giving you're giving my ego a little bit too much fuel here, boys. No, because no, I, because I swear to God, I, I give you the mic, turn on the camera, turn on the turn on the thing, and yell action. And, like you just went into it. I was like, Jesus. Well, well, Dion was hey, ready to I'm go. World class, goddammit. Yeah, no, it you was are, it was sir. it was extremely impressive, and I was just like, dude, it, these videos are gonna be be wonderful. I can't wait. I mean, I was there for him, but I can't wait to watch him again. Uh, Doctor Coffinales, it was a pleasure to hang out with you folks. Like I said, it's not just a con. We went all all went out to dinner. We got dressed up for suit Saturday. Come be a part of the WCBS crew. We're one of the few YouTube channels where you can actually come hang out with us, and you get exactly what you get online in person we don't pull look we made world-class bullshit we don't bullshit who we are so join us for our next show in march now guys uh let's see what else we got on tonight's lineup dion did you watch ahsoka i did not i did not fucking i had to get on these damn kids but that's my goal to have at least all the be caught up by the next show cool you're i want to hear what you think this this chick got stabbed through with a lightsaber and was fine by the next episode. Of course. <laughs> Not well, we've learned that you can get the power of Jedi mind healing. And so, you know, you just got to hold your hand over the lightsaber wound and it makes everything better. We learned that. It's canon. Fodder. <laughs> I thought you going to say it was canon pictures. I wish it was that. I could go for a schlocky Menachem Golem picture tonight. Dude, that'd be, yeah, that, that'd be awesome. No, but instead we'll uh, we'll continue this show. No, but Dion, honestly, you're not missing out. There's no Ahsoka segment tonight, folks. If you want to hear us do a live review, we already did here on the channel on Tuesday night for the High Council. But don't worry, the regular show's coming back Tuesday. It's just been a light week in terms of stuff to talk about. But behind the scenes, I'm taking care of business. We're creating some new series and new shows, so it doesn't matter what else is out there. We're going to make you guys uh, realize that you don't need Hollywood in the mainstream. you got WCBS to keep you entertained. One last thing I'll say about Horror Hound, guys, is 
I may or may not have gone back to one or two Wokebusters pages and then continued forward. I made our suits at the bank, all of our suits from Suit Saturday. So Dion's got the fucking <laughs> Nick's got the three piece. Dion's got the checkered oh my shirt. God. I got a blue suit on now. So nice. I love Very it. Nice. I love it. I do too, uh, folks. Wokebusters will be done by the end of the year. I have the first act completely drawn, inked. It's going to be colored because I'm waiting for one more page, and then yeah, uh, we keep on rolling. I'm excited. Uh, the response we got at the show was amazing, dude. How many people kept coming up to us and taking pictures with the banner, asking questions about the logo? Like, that is a conversation starter. Dude, I remember, really awesome. I remember that little kid. Oh. I was like, why would you have the poop emoji on a banner? And Tia turned into day. He's like, get the hell out of here, kid. Go find your mom. <laughs> that kid was so fucking angry. It was weird he how was, angry he, he was. was. Well, he, he was like four. He was. I think he was like six. Really? I don't know. Dion, how old was he? You're a dad. That, that kid was like kid. that kid was like seven eight. He might he you know he definitely wasn't older than nine, but he yeah he was like seven eight. But he was seven foot eight tall. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah he, was he, was, he was he was so angry because we had the poop emoji as <laughs> the Wolfbusters logo on there. He just he didn't get it. He's I like Wolfbusters. I was like was kid, to me. kid, just 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 go go find your mom. Yeah, he's like what's Wolfbuster? <laughs> yeah. What's well, about surfers? Like, like, first, he was like, "Why would you do the poop emoji for Ghostbusters?" And I was like, "That's the joke, man. Like, it'll, when you're a little bit older, you'll get it." He go, and then, and then he goes, "Oh, I get it." And Jeff goes, "I guess he got a little bit older." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. Go, go find your mom. <laughs> 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 that fucking kid was just like he wanted to go. I'm like, bro, call. I and, and it, I oh I, I almost gave him the dad. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This little chocolate little baby ain't mine, so I can't, I can't, I ain't gonna fuss at him yet. I was, I'm gonna give him about three more sentences before I give him the dad voice. Hey, 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 get your little ass out of here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, "How long is it going to take for Dion to to do the dead voice?" <laughs> I thought about it, man. I was like, "Man, where's your mother at?" I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go talk to her ass too. She might end up trying to take you home. She'd be like, "You need some more kids." You'd be like, "Hell no!" <laughs> you damn right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're loaded, baby. That's right. <sighs> so, guys. We pretty much hit everything we wanted to hit, so we're not going to go for a seven-hour show tonight. Sorry, folks. But now comes my favorite part. We can hang out with the audience. I feel like we should just create a show where it's just us hanging out with the audience, you know, as one of our multiple oh, shows for the channel. They would dig it. Yeah. Well, we got the best audience here on the internet, so, folks, let's check in with you guys. Let's do what we used to do, though. I'm going to press a button to transition us. Uh, <laughs> Nick, since you were the surprise entry tonight, pick a number between 1 and 69, please. 73. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that movie so much. I did too. The fucking nineties were amazing. I think I think they just did a Blu-ray transfer, or they have there's a Blu-ray copy that you can get of, of Ace Ventura. 
I kind of want it. I just hope they never try to like make the movie culturally sensitive by removing the Einhorn as Finkel scene. Because that's the best part of that movie. Yeah, I remember I remember hearing something that like I think the Blu-ray is like edited or something and they have to get the DVD in order for it to be not edited. It's, it, it's a whole weird thing. I'm just not going to... Here's how I treat this. Once I find out a movie's been edited for modern sensibilities, that movie's pretty much dead to me in terms of buying it on home video. I'm just not going to take that gamble. Uh, they don't get my money. That's not what I signed up for. That's not the movie I fell in love with. It's the bullshit version. Yeah, no, this is why physical media is very important, man. Yeah, man, physical media for the win. We should, uh... I'd like us to make a video where we just talk about our favorite physical releases of the year, Nick. Hang on, oh, yeah, dude. A lot of fun. Oh, definitely. We can, we can totally do that. All right, guys. First up is from Deadeye. Fuck, Mary kill. 007 Indiana Jones, Back to the Future. You really like to make me uncomfortable on the show. <sighs> All right, so... Follow the logic here. Going to marry Back to the Future. Or no, fuck Back to the Future because those are three good movies that you have all right there. I'm going to marry 007 because there's a lot of really great movies there even though there's a couple of two-finger stinkers. Um, and I'm going to kill Indiana Jones because while the first three movies are incredible in every way, there's always those other two, so you would have to have those around with you. Well said. Hard decision. Hard decision, but that's my logic. Nick? I... That is... I'm just going to go with you. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, I can't. I can't. I am going to marry... Indiana Jones because listen, you know she might be a crazy bitch, but those 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 first three ones, phenomenal, top to bottom, pound for pound number one. Obviously, fuck four. And I didn't dislike Dial uh, Destiny all that much. Uh, that being said, I'm gonna marry that. <sighs> I am going to so Marion Indiana Jones. So did she? Yeah. And only because of process of elimination, there, uh, I'm going to, obviously because it's 007, you know, there's just so many, so many fuckables in there, even the bad ones. Plus it's, it's a dude drinking, shooting, killing and thinking, I just, I can't. I just love James Bond so much, and I sadly, and I'm never going to get over the, the, this loss of the one that got away. I got to kill Back to the Future. Oh, Dion, you're dead to me. No, not really. Uh, Sorry. Look, you're going to. I am going the Kendo route in terms of indie because you got to accept them all, and I hate the fourth one with a passion. So, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I hate more than every bad James Bond movie. So Indiana Jones is getting the axe. I'll fuck Back to the Future and I'll marry 007 because there's so many Bond movies. And Goldeneye and Goldfinger. Not the man with the golden gun. But there are so many great James Bond movies. So thank you, Deadeye. That is our answer. Johnny B. Good says R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Johnny, we all feel the same way about the, uh, the passing of Bray Wyatt. Shock 
sadness. Uh, he was he was a great a legend in the making. Put it like that. If the WWE could have righted their course, Bray Wyatt had a lot of career left in him. People loved that dude. Uh, here's a fun one from Xavier to God. Which female wrestlers would you take a stink face from, past or present? Also, what's your guys' ideal five versus five WWF versus WCW match, and what wrestlers would be in it? Now, Xavier to God asked me this question on the show the other day, guys, uh, the High Council, and Nikita Lyons is my first answer. <laughs> always, mm-hmm. always. Uh, who else wants to? What female wrestlers are you guys taking a stink face from? Uh, she may not be my my starter. She may not be my my, my franchise QB, but Melina. She looks like a very persuasive young lady, and I I think that's 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 my go-to for this particular situation. Melina all day. Plus, hey, she even had Big Dave. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, she got to have something. That's true. John Morrison passed her over to him. That's why Vince McMahon hated him. Yeah, well, that and, uh, you know, he was like, man, fuck Snooky. Mm. There's Nikita Lyons giving someone a stink face, kind of. Uh, <laughs> you could throw Gigi Dolan on that list for me, too, because that thing is just amazing. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to monopolize the show. Kendo, who are you taking a stink face from? Jamie Hader. Oh, God, what a great choice. Mm, mm, mm. Good one. Nick? Good one. Was it was it Sable? Sure, Ooh. go for Sable, man. Ooh, classic, <laughs> sir. Have fun. All right, now here's then a Brock hard. Brock beats the shit out of him. I feel like Nick could handle Brock Lesnar. All right. Yeah. Okay. I love me sure. some Nick, but. Oh, I was gonna say know, Nick's he... just gonna pull out a gun and shoot him. Well, Brock worked himself into a real shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for a country boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was born in Tennessee, but yeah, I don't know what that has, has, has to do with anything. I think you're talking about Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm just saying, I believe in you, Nick. Um, no, Sable's a good choice. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you one. I don't know how to tie this together, but modern day Sunny, she looks like absolute shit. Um, <laughs> she's going to jail as yeah, well. Wow. Do that yeah, she's also going to jail. Yeah, she killed a guy allegedly. Yep. No, they've proven that, I think. Oh, I thought she was going to trial. Oh, wait. Tomorrow's the 20th. She's on trial, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. she was arrested. I mean, it's, you know, we ain't, we ain't talking about, hey, this dude got hit by a car and son just happened to be walking down the street. Like, she, it was the car she was driving. And she was, you know, she was drunk. Yep. Per the huge. It's, it's sad. I Yeah. I have a question for you, though. Just hear me out before you guys answer. If the universe has any kind of controlling power, do you think it's, this could be its twisted way to get her back for all the shit she did to Chris Candido? I mean, I, 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 again, I don't, I, I don't deal in all that. You know, I will say that she was consistently not a very good person. Chris yeah. Candido was a part of that. Uh, you know, and, and if and if the remainder of the stories from the road are to be true. You know, she had a reputation, and a lot of that reputation did not involve the guy that she was supposedly with, who she did not treat very well. So I'm not necessarily one who believes in it, but after a while, you put a lot of bad shit out there, you know, it's going to catch up, and and sadly, it came at the expense of another person's life. Yeah. 
All right, Xavier to God, you're five versus five. I'm going to give you Rock, Austin, Triple H, Undertaker, and he came out of retirement for one more match. Mick Fo- no, sorry, not Mick. We'll put Kurt Angle in the match. Uh, that's my five WWF guys. And my five WCW guys are Goldberg, DDP, Booker T, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and... Uh, God, who's the WCW guy? Did I say Goldberg already? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, shit. Um, Swerve, Chris Canyon. Okay, Ooh. so... Easy, bro. I'll, I'll start with the WCW ones, and I'll tell you where Jeff fucked up. So, Ric Flair, <laughs> Sting, DDP... Goldberg and uh, Sting, DDP, Goldberg, Ric Flair, and uh, Arnie Anderson. And then for the WWF, Hulk Hogan, because he was the face of the company for so fucking long. Um, Oh, God damn it. I fucked up and took it as I had to rebook the fucking invasion, so I only picked the guys from that era. Damn it. I know, reading's hard. Um, <laughs> so Hogan, Undertaker, Rock, Stone Cold, and Juan Cena. But he's invisible. No one's going to be able to see that. I know. And I don't like Juan Cena, the wrestler, at all. But if we're going to try to pick, like, the five biggest names for each of those organizations, then you got to put Juan Cena in the WWE. Fair enough. Dion? Um, if I'm doing ideal five by five, five v five, give me uh, Austin Rock, Angle, Jericho, and my motherfucking boy Eddie Guerrero, and yeah. give me WCW, give me Hall Nash, uh, Flair, Sting, and Goldberg. Nice. Uh, so, Xavier to God, thank you for your wonderful uh, question. That was a lot of fun, especially the stink face part. Uh, Shrohos08 says, I'll take a John Cena sucks and a ludicrous speed, please. Also, Buffalo Jeff, say hi to Dion. Looking forward to Halloween. <laughs> well, Dion, Buffalo Jeff might come out to play a little later. Let's press some buttons. How's that sound? You know what? I got some weather stuff I got to go deal with. Uh... <laughs> Good luck out there, Dion. No. It's almost no. Halloween. Negative. Ne- no. All right. He gone. Um, here's your request, <laughs> Trouble Zoe. Ludicrous speed. Go. I mean, I just look right now. It... 
Was that just me that he cut out for? No, I, th- I think it's going to phone call or something, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, the weather's serious over there. <laughs> so Dion had to take care of that. Uh, while Dion's taking care of that, uh, Shrubbles are right. Let's continue to uh, give you your Super Chat buttons. Folks, uh, if you have headphones in, be prepared. This one's a little loud. Who's that Pokemon? It's John Cena! He does. All right. So up next, we had one from Shrubbles08 that says, You might want to hit up the Portland Retro Gaming Expo this year. They just announced Lloyd Kaufman and the Angry Video Game Nerd will be there too. I do love me some nerd. We saw Lloyd Kaufman this weekend. Um, Yeah, he was wearing his Tupac hoodie. I'm going to take care of that email nick since i took care of the other one already yeah 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 no um yeah i wanted yeah because i asked the lady there she was extremely nice because you know it was kind of like you know can i get an interview with them and everything and she's like maybe later or whatever and i was like yeah yeah if we can do it later that'd be great so she was very very helpful gave you the information very nice so yeah well yeah i mean i i love lloyd kaufman love the man of death his line was bigger than than um tom holland's which kind of made me a little bit you know disappointed yeah I felt like people should be loving the Fright Night and um, Child's Play stuff a lot more and give some love to Tom Holland. Yeah, but you know, they, they don't know any better, so I guess I guess that's what it is. I wish that Tom Atkins would star in a Tom Holland film. <laughs> uh, alongside Tommy Davidson. And Tommy Lee Jones. There you go. <laughs> and the, the, the theme song should be sung by Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would work aren't you surprised we left tom cruise out of us uh he's not really he's, he's, he's yeah. crazy yeah what the <laughs> hell happened to mission impossible that movie just like fell off and nobody uh it was it was it was surprising to uh to to know that like it <clears throat> apparently didn't do too good to the box office because I, I liked it a lot man <clears throat> yeah. i thought it was really well done i thought people are gonna go watch it apparently not Apparently, it was not. one of my favorite movies of the summer. But yeah, it was really good, man. So apparently, part two's in jeopardy. But you know, I think they're still going to go through with it. They have to. Uh, Kendo, by the way, since the nerd was brought up in our last super chat, have you been uh, watching him still? I need to get caught up. Okay, it's not. <laughs> uh, thank you, Silent Bob seventy eight. Adam Wofford says, it feels like there's too much going on. There should be less focus on one or two things and storylines. Zach needs someone to hold him back. Dion will hold him back. <laughs> Dion, Dion will hold him underwater until there's the, the one last bubble goes bloop. Listen, listen. You know, that, 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 that dude needs to sit back down with some, with some terse motherfuckers, with some beers, a, f- a few joints. And some ladies with daddy issues to to to, to get back to <laughs> to what movies what movies he needs to make because this, that dude has he just you know and like I said don't get me wrong I'm gonna wait till it comes out but he ain't got it anymore he he ain't got it did he really ever have it though because he was just copying stuff was it just well, adapting I mean things? he had something you know Watchmen is is a great movie I I really do love Watchmen I do but. You know, I don't, you know, hubris mixed with, 
you know, a lack of self-awareness and that dude just goes off the fucking rails, you know, and, and especially now, right? Because, you know, Twitter loves him and eh, release the Snyder cut. People forget, oh, a lot of his shit doesn't make any sense. Surprise, surprise. Uh, thank you, Adam Wofford. Jack White says, Jeff, I just sent you an email with a link to a trailer for an upcoming anime, The Kingdom of Ruin. I do like that name. Um, I will log into mail.com, thebestmail.com, to make sure I don't miss that email, Jack. Uh, thank you for all your support each and every week. And let's see, login. So, uh, while I'm checking that out, guys, Breadman Productions said he was listening to some old WCBS episodes and Dion talked about the Batman who laughs in one episode, and it intrigued me. Is it one graphic novel or multiples? So the Batman who laughs came out of uh, Dark Knight's Metal. So it's it's the one it's it's a complete storyline, and then obviously once that storyline concluded, he was kept around. There's a bunch. There's not a bunch, but there's a, you know several background issues on uh, not just the the Batman who laughs, but it was the remainder of the of the Dark Knights from the Dark Universe. Uh, and then obviously he did eventually make his way to uh, DC proper and he, he has a bunch of other stuff going on now. So it's multiple issues, but if you are interested in, in, in do want to dive into that, start with dark Knights metal. It's, it's a, it's a, I, I enjoy the story. You know, it, it gets kind of fantastical and all that stuff. They bring in the source wall and all this shit, but it's, it's really, really good. And, and the Batman who laughs outside of, uh, outside of the remainder of, of, of the Dark Knights from the Dark Universe, he is the best part. So start with Dark Knights Metal, report back. I want to hear what you think. I think I want to read that since I'm through my Spider-Man run. I, I got I got a physical copy here on the home front, man. So, um, you know, I, 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 I do think that you would enjoy it. I, I, I honestly do. You know, someone with a very specific artistic eye. Uh, I mean, visually, it's not something crazy, but you know the storyline behind it. You know, you know it, they do a great job of bringing the other remainder of the Justice League into it, and obviously the background for every. I mean, like I, I will say, the the Batman who laughs is probably my favorite thing DC has done in the last fifteen years. Hmm. Well, damn. Um. I'm, I'm, look, I'm writing it down right now. Sorry. Uh, next message comes from our pal uh, Enrique Vasquez. It says, Dion liked the trailer. First, Sister Pants, then Indy 5. Man, Dion, you've been watching too much Dark Fate. Next, he'll love Buffalo <laughs> Jeff and horses. Nay, Dion. XC, there you go. <laughs> I'm so glad that all of our our WCBS fandom love me so much. I I just I I feel I feel it in my soul, guys. <laughs> well, Dion, just for context, in case you didn't remember, Dion was over, or Enrique was at the WrestleMania hangout with us. He came back to the house. Yep. 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 And that's why this hurts so much. <laughs> the ultimate betrayal from a good friend, like Enrique, you're my favorite California buddy. Uh, that hurts that you're hurting Dion though. See Dion, damn right, boys. Now you're hurting us all. You're hurting yeah. us all. God damn it! I can't cry on air. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, remember that guy Monday, Matt? Everyone made fun of him for crying when he got his play button. It's like nobody ever forgot about that. 
<laughs> God, that jackass. Oh, I man. forgot about that shit. Holy shit. Mundane, I still man. I still I still remember the, the, the reveal when somebody made him go to his like YouTube stuff and you know. Oh wait a minute, Matt. No. Yeah, the, no. that whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that when one was Because it was uh they went it was a fucking Keemstar, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, yeah. Of all the people, of all the people, you get fucking you get your ass shown out by fucking Keemstar. That's gotta hurt. Damn. Yeah, uh, he never recovered from that, man. Nope. Does he even still make videos? I think so. I don't watch him. I. It's funny that people would say like, "Oh, you guys happy about that?" No, I wish him the best. I wish he would, you know, be successful and do what's going to make him happy. I just, you know, I don't hold grudges. We've had him on the show before, right during all that shit. Remember? Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. She. Yeah. She. But Some then, motherfuckers let stuff go. God damn it. I don't, I'm just kidding. But li- listen, the Monday Matt thing is a perfect example of the fucking, the, the, the internet game is a very unforgiving mistress. And that dude, just when you think you have it figured out, the internet, well, when you think you have all the answers, the internet changes the fucking questions. And that Ooh, dude, nice save. That, thank you, sir. That dude thought he had all the fucking answers and someone said hold up uh there's this other site where we can see how many strikes you give out and that <laughs> dude straight up was the problem and his ass got embarrassed on live stream and kendo still laughs about that shit to this day true story so is that your favorite internet fail or like train wreck that you can't look away from folks in the chat tell us yours oh easily I mean, at this point, it's shit. That's like what five years ago at this point. God, is you know, Jesus. I never talk about it because I don't really want to go on about it. But the morbid curiosity I have towards the Chris Chan thing, like every time that story gets a new chapter added, I have to read it right away because that's just a. Do you guys know about Chris Chan, right? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know he exists, but I don't know what he is. And I only know of his existence through that game I like to play called the New Campaign Trail. And one of the presidential elections you can do is the election of 2008. And it's a mod alt history thing. And it's Christian versus Barack Obama. <laughs> Christian in a landslide, right? No, it is nearly impossible. I put it on the easiest setting with Christian to try to win that election, and you still can't. Well, good. The game has some logic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he is is he used to post his own fan comics online. Yep. It's called Sonic Chew. And he would post in these message boards and he would just say and do really weird shit. And like people would just like go and continue to I don't want to say harass cuz I I don't think that's necessarily the right thing. The guy played into it a lot, but he just wasn't all there, but like he got arrested at one point for going into a GameStop and freaking out that Sonic the Hedgehog uh, had pale colored arms instead of blue or something. Like he had a he had a pretty bad downfall. And then he decided to become a woman, uh, and I just am like, oh, okay, well, you know, the internet keeps talking about it, and I'm just always you know trying to read the whole book. So that's my. I'm sure I saw a mention on Medicare and just didn't really pay that close attention. Yeah. Uh, I haven't thought about Mr. Medicare in a minute. Well, he hasn't done anything since New Year's Eve last year. 
that was kind of his farewell stream, and I don't oh. think he's done anything since then. Well, I always enjoyed his uh, his stuff. Uh, up next, Jack says, Jeff, Jeff, I just sent an article and an email with a link to an article with, with stills from the new Miyazaki movie, The Boy and the Heron. Huh. Well, let me open that one up. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, well, that actually looks really fucking cool. I'll get to the next one in a minute. Uh, ooh, Akita Lyons is back on screen. So, up next, we have uh, Jack White again, who says, I don't think the people are sick of superhero movies. What I think is they're sick of stories about race and sex issues. I don't disagree with that. I think Blue Beetle would have done better if it would have been the same movie, but they didn't market it on the whole uh, diversity thing and just sold it as a superhero for everybody. Yeah, they, 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 if they didn't market it as, as, as a Latinx movie, I think it'd be a little bit better. Because my thing that i always look to is spider-man spider-man is consistently the most successful superhero because he appeals to everybody you can imagine your spider-man in the costume you can you know enjoy the relatability of the hero not being a billionaire or a super soldier he's just a dude that has some augmented powers like there's a lot of different things but i do think it's that universal appeal that always keeps spider-man you know at the top of everyone's favorite superhero list uh, Blue Beetle could have been that and a whole lot more if it just would have marketed itself as, hey, if you like good family stories, you're going to like Blue Beetle. But they didn't. So, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they're still in that whole kick of, like, diversity and inclusion and that bullshit, and that's the, that's the problem. They're like, oh, yeah, look look at this diverse superhero movie we have. Go watch it. No. Sorry. Well, again, again, not, not to sound callous, right? I I, th- I think it's it's a it's a medium between between those two things. You know, it, those things are a tool. You know, you can't fucking make the entire movie about it, right? You know, you you, you can flavor it in. It's an enhancement, but if if your whole marketing premise is, hey, you know, we love Latino people, like yeah, we all do, bro. Like that can't be the whole premise that you're marketing the movie on because then people just like you said they get tired of it you know when when you bring up certain things and it and it and it in context enhances the story people love that shit it has to be good you know you, you, not to mention the fact that it dates it right no one wants to go to a new movie that comes out and it's like yep this looks like 2023 it, it just it you know you can't <laughs> overdo it it's like anything else man you too much of what you think is a good thing is gonna fucking spoil it and they just yeah. You know that that's part of the issue with Blue Beetle with the marketing, but also, hey, you know, it's you can't you can't have a movie that you carbon copied step by step by step and then cover it in that. You know, it, the, the 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 foundation isn't strong, and then you're piling all this heavy shit on top of it. You you just can't do that. You just can't do that. So it's it's definitely a, a medium in there with that shit. And DC damn sure ain't got it figured out just yet. Well said. Jack White says, I would argue that a lot of superhero movies and TV series we have been getting are race and sex discrimination stories just wearing superhero skin suits. Well, She-Hulk is. But they are, they're allegory for a lot of things, and I understand the best stories are, and we want that. But it's like every Marvel one has to pick a certain topic. It's Mm -hmm. like, this one's Mm -hmm. about immigration. This one's about gender equality. This one's about, it's like, come on, can it just be about like, bad evil versus good because we all get behind that the never-ending struggle 
But no, they, they pick something else and you're just like, okay, I guess I'll sit through a story about immigration and, you know, Nick Fury and Secret Invasion type of thing. Well, not only that, oh. it's just fucking... It's not done... It's not... It's it's very disingenuous. So even even if we lived in a world where everyone wanted that to be the context of the film, you can tell when someone does it to get people to watch. You know, you brought up She-Hulk. She-Hulk's a perfect example. They they weren't talking about gender equality from a good faith perspective. They were talking about it from, this is gender equality. A lot of you are women. You should watch it. Here's Cardi B, and they're gonna and they're gonna fucking shake their ass in an episode. And it's Adam McBeal. That was the whole thing. And people pick up on that shit. You know, no matter what you, the people that want to say, they want to defend, um, defend Marvel and Lucasfilm to the end of the earth. You know, we can all sit here and agree that the scene in Avengers Endgame, we all know what the one was. It was so fucking awkward, <laughs> and people pick up on that. It's not someone who's been through it, who's done it. It's an executive in the office who said, Twitter likes this, get that in the movie. And it comes off like that. And motherfucking moviegoers can spot that shit a mile away. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all, I think a lot of people are hyper aware to it, but we've just been like trained to, you know, see it because of all the shit we've been, you know, through on the channel. Um, Just, just, you know, I don't need Captain America, the Winter... Not Winter Soldier, I love that movie. Uh, Winter Soldier Falcon to be about, like, what it was about, too. That one pissed me off the most. But, uh, yeah, Jack, I think there are a lot of political stories wrapped in a superhero skin suit. Jack White also says, As for Guyver, I would recommend the original anime series and that you read the original manga for Guyver. I mean, that's a possibility for that one, because that's a cool one. I've checked it. I checked it like early, so I never got all the way. But it is violent as a motherfucker. So it, it, it the, the, the very little I went through, it seemed cool as shit. Because it was, it is, it is. Whenever we say not meant for kids, got the the manga and the anime is is very much that. I should say the manga. I, I never watched the anime, but reading early issues of the manga, holy shit. Dion, you know what I found out was incredibly violent and was blown away when I realized it. Hmm. The Mask. Really? Yeah, the comic book The Mask is fucking insane. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. I've never read it, but I heard that it is it is kind of balls to the walls. I highly recommend you check it out because it's, you know, it is the story of Stanley Ipkiss. It's just way fucking darker. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like something modern-day Jim Carrey would make. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, interesting. hopefully it's interesting. But, uh, yes, Jack White, thank you, and we'll check that out. I'll, I'll miss Mark Hamill, but, you know, I'll live. Adama says, Good evening, guys. How are you guys liking the feud between L.A. Knight and The Miz? Also, because neither holds a title, what is the endgame? Thank you for this question, Adama. I actually like this quite a bit, and I'm excited to answer this specifically. I am liking the L.A. Knight feud with The Miz because I like it so much, I'm watching Raw and SmackDown on Hulu the day after just to keep up with the feud. So I do give a shit. For the first time in many years, I'm going across, you know, watching wrestling on TV. I'm watching it on YouTube for the in-between promos, everything. I'm on the LA Knight train. When the video, or he's already in the game. I play as him. But like when uh, the fucking action figure comes out, I'll pick one up. I got, I got the t-shirt. 
it, it's a first. It's the first wrestler in at least fifteen years that I've been this excited for. Because I love the whole Daniel Bryan yes story, but I didn't buy any of the merchandise to go with it. Uh, Dion, how are you liking this feud so far? I am enjoying it. I, I think I think the Miz is the perfect dude. I'm not a big fan of how many matches the Miz is losing this year, obviously, but um, he's the perfect dude to help. Um, I will say that. End game wise, my heart is saying the Miz is to help him either win a Survivor Series match or, dare I say, do something in the Rumble. I won't say win it, but do something big in the Rumble. Um, and yeah, I listen. I, I'm a big fan of the Miz. We Jeff and I have been fans of the Miz for fucking years. Yep. Uh, you know, and obviously as old as LA Knight is, not to mention I just watched the video where. LA Knight is in everything, which is fucking hilarious because it's true. But yeah, I think this is a great matchup. And hopefully, hopefully, we see this again on some big ass pay per view cards. I, I think they hopefully they end it soon and then we, we see this again sometime in the spring, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. My guess for the endgame storyline is this is for the Miz to put over LA Knight to give him yeah. a nice bump for the rest of the year because he's not going to win anything until like maybe Survivor. I don't even think he's going to win a title at Survivor Series, but he's definitely not going for a world title right away because once he does that kills the momentum. They're going to build this dude like an Attitude Era guy. Maybe within two years he'll be the world champion and everyone will be pumped still. If they are smart. If they are smart here's what they do. They send LA Knight up against Gunther and have him take the Intercontinental title off of him. I listen, that's doable. I like and that. the Intercontinental belt. I mean, if you want to keep that thing going, you want to keep make that keep that important, and you want to give him some shine, but not exactly give him a world title. I think that's fucking perfect. Yeah, because Walt Walter is carrying that belt until he breaks the record of the uh, Cracker Tonk Man, and then. <laughs> Once that happens, it's fair game. That should happen sometime next month. And then you can have him win it at, you know, one of the, the, the pay-per-view in either September, depending on the, what time of the month it happens, or October, just as a way to pop that pay-per-view number. You have him come out. He fucking, you know, uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, imperialists or whatever. They come out. Imperium. Yeah, whatever. You say Imperium, I say fascism. So... The not Yahtzees come out. They start doing their thing. L.A. Knight interrupts him. Says he wants to talk to him. To fucking throws down the gauntlet. Says, you know, you've got something that I want. I want that Intercontinental title. They have the match. He takes it off of him. Then you free up uh, Walter to go on and do other or whatever the fuck they're calling him these days. The crowd. Gunther? Yeah, the big one. They send him off to do other things like get involved in the title picture to make give make you think the will they won't they with Cody, and then you can have L.A. Knight run around with the uh, Intercontinental title for a while until you decide what you're going to do with the regular world title after WrestleMania, and then you can maybe elevate him to that part of the card too if you want to. But I think yeah. the best thing to do for him right now would be to give him some wins, build him up, and then put him in a program with uh, the 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 crowd. I like that idea. <laughs> if they're smart, they'll do that. If they're smart. Again, yes. And we all know which, you know, 1910s, you know, 
moving picture villain is involved in this tying women to the railroad tracks and (laughs) that's why this probably won't happen yep uh thank you adama up next we have xavier to god who says what's a bigger missed dream match stone cold steve austin versus bill goldberg the rock uh versus ddp or the undertaker versus sting undertaker versus sting across the board hands down agreed agreed Agreed. The fact that that didn't happen is a fucking travesty. Yeah, it is. Uh, what we got was Triple H versus Sting, and that was a bullshit match. Yeah. Now, if you want to talk about what of these six individuals would give you the best match you could watch, Stone Cold and Diamond Dallas Page. Ooh. It was The Rock yep. and DDP, and Stone Cold. And yeah, I know, but I'm just. I know I'm breaking it up though. I gave you the answer. The Undertaker Sting is the biggest dream mystery match that we could have got. But if you take all six of these and put them their names in a pot, the best match you could get if with any of the two combinations would be DDP and uh, Stone Cold. That'd have been a bitchin' match. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Xavier to God. Darian two one seven says, "Where's the where are the four or the horse girls for do?" Where are the horse girls for the new people in the chat? Oh. Oh, okay. I guess. Enobi? Darkness Raven Way? Is that you? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's right here. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? That's where it is. Thank you, Darian217. Enrique Vasquez says, All right, Dion is the best Terminigro ever. He will robot kick Snyder's ass into oblivion. Dion's skills are on par with Kratos. Excellent button, please. Of course. Dion, how does it make you feel to be on the same level as Kratos? All I can say is... Boy! Excellent! (laughs) You went Phantasm, really? I thought he was going to say that he looks mighty cute in them jeans. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, that was Mr. T, as played by Eddie Murphy. Um, Who should play Kratos in the movie? It should have been Triple H years ago, but yes. I don't think he could do that anymore. I don't know. They, they, they want to. They keep. They keep wanting to get the Rock for it. I keep hearing that. I'm just like, don't do that. Don't. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, I would watch the yet. Rock as Kratos. I, I, I mean, I would it. too. But how many movies? Is, he's like Idris Elba. Everybody wants him to be in everything. The only difference is the Rock is actually in everything. So, do you want? Do you want Rock to Dwayne Johnson as Kratos, or do you want somebody else? I would say, well, somebody else. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of who. If I'm picking and it's not The Rock, give me Jason Momoa 100%. Um, I would say the guy who does his voice, Chris Chris Judge. Have him be have him be Kratos. Uh, I'd rather go with Mike Judge. I think he, he should do it. <laughs> I just want to watch that movie. Yep. Uh, our friend Jack White is up next, and he says... I meant the recent superhero shows and movies. Not they aren't superhero stories. They're basically left wing propaganda. 
Captain America you're not, you're not entirely about. wrong. You know, you're not entirely wrong. They're definitely slanted for sure, man. You know, the only thing is, you know, you gotta you gotta think outside that box. Plus, you gotta remember, baby, the rich people winning ain't exactly left wing, daddy. Hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. So I think we're gonna call it a night. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? Free AO. Fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> the rest of the world might be fucking confused, motherfucker. I am not. Yeah. Well, uh, guns up, hose down, West Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Nick, can you top any of that? Um, no, I really can't. Hey, really at can't. least you're honest. Uh, I will say this, folks. Go over to stealingsolo.com. Get yourself a copy of the book. We had another super chat just roll in. Two more, actually. Uh, I will finish that after the super chats. Xavier to God says, name wrestlers you can never turn face slash heel. Piper. Oh, God, yeah. A face Rowdy Roddy Piper would have been horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, They tried to turn Bret Hart heel, but it didn't work. Like... You know, when he came out and he... Because, like, the Hart Foundation back in the 80s were technically heels, but nobody really booed them. And then when he was the face, he ran the place. And then when he turned heel, he was a heel in the United States, but he was a face in Canada and Europe and everywhere else because his entire gimmick was, fuck you, USA. And that was in a time when most of the world kind of felt the same way. So um, that didn't really work. Stone Cold was a heel, but everybody liked him. As a face, everybody liked him. Then they turned him heel, and it didn't work. So you could definitely throw that in there because the whole Stone Cold fighting the boss, being the everyman, you know, Joe Sixpack, and then suddenly instead of you know fucking his boss over, he's now friends with the boss. That that was terrible. But uh, that would be on there. Well, Sting, no, part of, part of why that fail was because he. He tried to fuck the boss over again, but it was just, it was so out of place by that time. Yeah. Sting, I would say, is one that could never really turn heel because there was never a heel Sting. Sting was always a face. And Wait, you don't count heel. Wolfpack Sting as a heel, buddy? No, because he was, he only went Wolfpack to join with the lesser of two evils to fight against the NWO Hollywood. What about when Sting was in, uh, was not aces and eights. What was the Millionaires Club or whatever? Oh, was Mayhem Mafia. Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, the Mayhem Mafia. Are you acting like TNA actually exists? Hey. I mean, it counts. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. so I he was heel then, but was he really a heel? That's a good point. Scott's ended where he was like. I can't do this, and that's and he did turn face pretty shortly after that. Yeah. So you're not okay, well there you go. That's a good one. Scott Steiner does not work as a face. Yes, at 100%. all. His gimmick, like when he was the Steiner, when the Steiner brothers were a thing, and it was him and Rick wrestling around as baby faces. They were fairly plain, boring baby faces, and you cheered for them because it was like, oh, they're all American. They're nice guys, and they wear really colorful singlets. But then, you know. Big Papa Pump came out, and it's like, this guy should never have been a babyface. This guy's entire shtick is the fact that 
he's doing all these fucking dastardly things and bragging about himself. There's no way he should be anything other than a heel. Agreed. Yeah. Because, you know, they say that all men are created equal. Right? Yeah. All faces and heel like? turns are created equal, except there's the, the you know, the big show, and he turns face and heel every week. Well. I know this is going to be a weird one. Well, no, you could do it in a different promotion, but WWE or RVD just didn't really work as anything but like a, an in-between stoned character. Like, he couldn't be a super heel, but he could be a super face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even during invasion, he was he was getting cheers and blowing the roof off. So, oh, that's that's when he was at, eh, maybe not his best, but he was fucking awesome in the invasion. Heel Ultimate Warrior wouldn't work either. No. What do you mean one. he was a heel in real life? Um, okay, so as <laughs> the real person, you know, Jim Hellwig slash Jim Warrior or whatever the fuck his name was. It was just Warrior at the end. Yeah, he it, yes, in real life he was a total heel. But the character, the, the gimmick that he portrayed on the television screen as the ultimate warrior, that was, that wouldn't, he, there's no way he would come out to be a heel. Cause number one, he couldn't fucking cut a promo. And number two, like he was, be, he was blown up by the time he ran to the ring. So he always had to have those short ass squash matches. So he wouldn't be able to, the, he wouldn't be able to command a match and work as a heel and do the heel things that would have to happen because the match wouldn't. He couldn't last long enough in a match for it to happen. True. Yeah. Like Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts. Face Jake's, Jake the Snake Roberts. Terrible. Heel Jake Trust. Roberts is incredible. So that's one that, you know, they, they mm -hmm. should never have turned mm -hmm. anything other than heel. I'm trying to think of it. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of them. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but uh I mean wasn't 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 Jake a face when he lost in the King of the Ring of Stone Cold? Yeah, when he came back as the you know, thumping his little Bible reading about his John right. 316. Yes, that was <laughs> baby face Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> and it just did not work. A guy coming out to that song carrying a fucking boa constrictor in his bag, and it, yeah, that just that doesn't work for a you know, a baby face gimmick. It's like his entire thing is I'm a snake and you can't trust me. Oh, so you're a good guy then. No, it doesn't work that way. True. No. True. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Adama with a very generous super chat. Thank you, Adama. He said, I honestly thought that LA was going to take the United States title from Austin Theory until the Miz interfered. LA Knights playback. Or it was great though. It's me, Austin. I'll press you that button. No problem. Dude, L.A. Knight, I did not think he was winning that belt as soon as The Miz was involved in the picture. I was like, oh, that's how they're going to continue this feud because that is the reward to L.A. Knight right now is to get a big win over The Miz. Because, I mean, The Miz is building himself up on the mic. He is a multiple-time world champion. He did main event WrestleMania. He did all these things that he said, and he's got the hottest wife in the Fed. So he's got a lot going for him so that's kind of what he does now that's how he exists he'll he can't be world champion again he's not going to be the one to dethrone roman reigns but he can put a, a guy over like la knight and really help his career get a quick jump start so that's what i think it is yep yep he is the transitional champion now which 100%. i have zero problem with yeah 100 percent. who's that pokemon What a failed pay.
payoff. Laugh about that every time. God damn it. <laughs> uh, TLJ Screwjob says, not a double stink face from Sable and Tori? Tori's well, Sable small. would botch it. So <laughs> there's a chance that you'd either true. come away with a broken nose, Very dislocated true. jaw, or, you know, a busted freaking neck. Jeez. Uh, I, if I could take a double stink face from any of these women in the WWE, I mean, in TN or AEW would be different. It would be Jamie Hayter and uh, Tony Storm. And if it was WWE, it would be Nikita Lyons and uh, maybe Bailey. And then Ooh. I don't know any Japanese wrestlers. Maybe it was Io Shirai. She's kind of hot, right? Yeah. There you go. I gave my whole. Uh, I ran the whole gamut for the. For you just gotta be guys. careful. Like if you're gonna get a stink face from the Japanese wrestler, it'll happen, but you won't see it coming. It'll be a sneak attack. <laughs> ah. Damn. 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 <laughs> you could say they would even sacrifice themselves to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I like what you did there, Dion. Oh, God. Couldn't let him go on that one alone. Uh, TLJ Screwjob also says, have you guys seen Stevie Richards' Wrestling Analysis YouTube channel? A few days ago, he did a video about how well Bret Hart did suplex. I know a new I channel did. I'm going to start watching. It's good. It's good. He did one on what he did, like, what's it like to take uh, thumbtacks on the back and shit. He, yeah, his new channel's all breaking down moves. It's, it's, it is actually really cool. Especially, I'm just glad that motherfucker's still alive. Taking thumbtacks to the back. I know what that's like. Stupid. That's what it is. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have now subscribed to Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis. Cool. Uh, maybe we should see if he wants to do a crossover. We have, you know, a big audience, and he's Stevie Richards, and we love wrestling, so. Let's Good try work. Yeah, why why Good not, work. man? Why not? Just remind me to do that. Uh, let me write that down. Um, but thank you, TLJ Screwjob. I want to check. Yeah, don't forget out. to get, don't forget to get to connect with that guy on on YouTube so we can do a crossover. All right, Stevie Richards, call him. <laughs> like I have his, like I'm fucking. Like he's Batman. Let me just light up the signal. <laughs> Here comes Stevie Richards. <laughs> Hey, he's going to be main eventing WrestleMania if this was no mercy. What a terrible alternative. Like, they didn't have a big show in the game. Nick, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but the wrestler of the big show was taken out of WWF No Mercy, that year's biggest wrestling game, because he got too fat and was sent to developmental to train. So they took him out of the video game as punishment. That's... Oh God. That sounds like some shit Vince would do. God damn it. Would you like to know a caveat to that story as well? When he got Either. sent out to developmental, he t he turned heel and face six times in the car ride down. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Xavier God says, Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio can't go heel. I mean, I'll give you Rey, but... Uh, if Jeff could be sober during it, it'd be great. <laughs> Would, yeah, I say he uh, he turns heel on you know DWI laws on a fairly regular basis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm with you on the Rey Mysterio. It just seems so weird when he tries to act tough. It's hard to do when you're five foot two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pfft. fuck Mary Kill. Xavier to God says, "Fuck Mary Kill." Tony Khan, Vince Russo, Dixie Carter booking. They're all terrible. I know, yeah. right? So kill them all. Yeah, there's yeah, fire, no good yeah. firing squad. No firing winning squad. situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean so Kobayashi Maru up in here. Kobayashi Maru. I mean, was Dixie even doing the booking? It was Vincent fucking Bischoff and Hogan. Yeah, because they had various bookers that they, you know, put on the, one of those fucking revolving doors in and out of the, the headquarters there. Like, and before that, it was fucking Jeff Jarrett put his yeah. fucking self over. Which, by the way, of the if we put Jeff Jarrett on here, his booking is probably the best of the bunch because at mm -hmm. least he knows understands what the hell he's doing, even if he's just putting Does himself he? over the whole time. Does he? Yeah. Jeff Jarrett couldn't kick our ass. 15 years ago, but he was somehow <laughs> a fucking NWA Damn. champion for like a year. Get the fuck out Dude, of here. Dude, if you want to get if you want to get down to brass tacks, Jeff Jarrett's actually a very good wrestler. He just has had this career that happened to have him be kind of star-crossed with Vince Russo and be the shining star of WCW and its death throes, which you know left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Then he went and formed TNA Listen. Wrestling, and once again hooked up with Vince Russo, where he was. You are the moon. far too kind because Jeff Jarrett <laughs> is a great wrestler, but that dude again, his ambition was always bigger than his worth. And oh, I'm not saying me. that. I'm just saying in terms of actual wrestling, that motherfucker should have never been. World heavyweight champion. That's agreed. hundred percent agreed. There's no universe where. Listen, and I know that you know WWE had to kind of make, you know, make make good with the WCW crowd, but that original rise and fall WCW, where what's his name is like in his little Tennessee brain, he thinks he's just as big a draw as Hulk Hogan, and nothing ever has been true or said in fucking wrestling, and I will never not laugh at that. Oh, I'm 100%. I'm not saying that Jeff Jarrett is like this great star that should be carrying the belt and, you know, flagshipping any company. I'm just, in terms of actually wrestling knowledge and how shit's supposed to work, he would be the best qualified of the bunch can put, that we have in front of us at this time. But true. true. Dixie, I don't think and Dixie I am looked. enjoying Jeff Jarrett now. I am enjoying him now. I'll say that. Yeah, except for that chainsaw match. That was fucking retarded. She was. But yeah, D Dixie didn't book. She had Jarrett booking. She had Vince booking, Bischoff booking, Cornette booking. She had other bookers. So you know what? That solves, solves it right there. I will. I'll marry Dixie Carter booking because her booking was done by other people. And half the time it was good. I, uh, I will fuck Vince Russo booking because for every 1,000 ideas he, he has, at least one or two of them has actually a decent idea when he had somebody putting him in check, Vince, when Vince, you know, before he lost his fucking mind. And I'll fire Tony Khan booking because Tony Khan booking is all over the fucking place. And half the time he lets the, he lets Kenny and the Bucks tell him what's going on. So, and their booking is terrible. Well, I agree with that. What do you think is going to happen this Sunday at the pay-per-view? I'm not going to watch it. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I like it. I'm not giving him 50 bucks. I'm going to God damn, dude. stream it. I mean, if there was, if it, like the four of us were sitting around, it's like, yeah, you know, let's all kick in like, you know, 15 bucks and get the pay-per-view. That's a different story. I'll probably do it because at least we'll be able to have a laugh. 
Oh, but of course, of course. The idea of spending Saturday or is it Saturday or Sunday? It doesn't fucking Sunday. matter. The idea of sitting <laughs> down on the weekend at like one o'clock in the afternoon to watch a pay per view to see, you know, the the elites self fillet themselves all over the place and Tony Khan come out and give his weird, awkward, fucking celebratory promo. He's gonna cut. You know, he's gonna fucking cut That's one. That's the about highlight how- of the day, man. Don't shit on it. <laughs> I know, but it's so fucking weird. He comes out. He starts screaming into the mic like some kind of spastic kid that's all fucking wound up that everybody came to his 12th birthday party. You know, thanking everybody for coming to the show. And, oh, my God, we love you. And, and, and this is my dream. And I can't believe it. And, oh, my God, it came in my pants. I don't need to see that from a fucking 42-year-old man. I mean, the dude's like 12 years older than me, and I'm still more mature than he is. And I'm not mature. Nobody would ever accuse you of being that. But, like... Yeah, goddammit, we have standards. Thank you. They're low, but we have them. Yeah, that's true. That's very fair. All right. So, guys, this was episode 369. We kept it nice and tight tonight. Folks, thank you for joining us. We'll 69. be back next time with the... Yeah. Look, we're getting closer to 200K. Um, when we get there, we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff added in. But, guys... 200k and episode 400 are coming up real soon so we have some yeah, big stuff to get excited for folks you can help us along the way by spreading the word of wcbs uh picking up uh a shirt and wearing it's public is cool but it's even cooler to give a like a share yeah. let people know about it so tell everyone you're part of this get more people in here let's have a lot of fun with it um three and a 69 yes chucky yes dude i remember the build-up to the original episode number 69 could you remind me? It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. It while. has been a long time. But I, you guys, are building up to episode sixty-nine. That was going to be like a fun episode, and I believe I was the listener of the week that week because I bought like two or three shirts from you in the in the previous like week or so. Because I ended up scoring like listener of the week for getting the first ever like triple crown because I I had owned all three of the shirts that were available. <laughs> So there you go, folks. If you want to listen to a fun show before I ever came along, but I was still mentioned, go listen to episode 16. It's been a lot of fun. So, folks, from all of us here at WCBS, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.